0: <laughs> anyway, <laughs> and now, and now,
1: welcome back to Asinine Radio, a weekly podcast where we talk about music. And well, that's pretty much it. So, uh
2: let's go. <laughs>
0: all right this is asinine radio this is the weekly music podcast where every week we get into a different band a different artist or maybe a different soundtrack and we break it down we get into the music the lyrics sometimes um how the movie was made in this instance uh my name is tyler way out there hundreds of miles away is jeff while you're listening go to spotify apple podcasts give us five stars and five stars only uh, all the social media is at Asinine Radio, so follow us, subscribe to us, whatever you need to do. Go do it. Please, go do it. Tell all your friends. And that's it. That's all I have for the boring intro. Let's jump into it. What are we doing this week, Jeff?
1: We're doing the soundtrack to the movie The Wedding Singer.
0: That we are. Hey. That we are. So we, we, we kind of wanted to take it a little bit easier because next week is going to be... Be pretty heavy, so we, we needed time to prep for next week. So we decided to do something a little bit more lighthearted and easier this week. So that's why we're doing Wedding Singer soundtrack. Um, let's let's jump into our origin story with the movie and you know, and also the soundtrack. So w- what's your origin story? Go.
1: I uh, I don't know when when I watched Wedding Singer for the first time, but I've always been a, a fan of Adam Sandler. I like I like Adam Sandler's movies, even when they're bad. They're still entertaining and, and fun. I mean, people shit on Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore all the time, but like, those are still fun, funny movies. They achieve their purpose. But Wedding Singer, okay. Wedding Singer is something else. I think Wedding Singer is, is, is one of his best. There's there's a lot, there's a lot here. There's a lot here that's not just slapstick, even though there is some slapstick here, but it's just good writing. The set designs are great. The costumes are great. The casting was phenomenal. And the Wedding Singer is something else. You think it's something else, huh? I think it's something else. Wow. I dare okay. say The Wedding Singer is one of the best, like, rom-coms of all time.
0: Uh, okay, okay. Um, I guess my origin story is is kind of similar to yours. I don't remember seeing it for the first time. I think it had to have been in high school. I The only Adam Sandler movies I've ever really liked have been The Waterboy and Happy Gilmore. Uh, outside of that, I just, I don't think his movies are that good. And... I don't know. Yeah, that's my origin story. I my I saw it in high school. I had I had not watched it until this week, and I watched it twice this week. So you had not yeah, watched The so, Wedding Singer until this week since you last watched since high school. Since high school, yeah, I think high school was the last time I watched. Maybe I watched it with you guys. You know, when we were in our early twenties, maybe. But yeah, I never I never went back and watched this because I'm not a huge Adam Sandler fan. I'm really not. He's fine. But that's what's great about The
1: Wedding Singer is he's he's not even in it that much. He's the star of the movie, and he's not
0: even in it that much. True, true. But still, I just, I never, I think it's a combination of not really caring for Adam Sandler with the 80s music, which we'll get into. Never been a huge fan of 80s music. And I just, the combination of it all, I just didn't really care too much. Okay. But this week, this week, I'm not saying it's a great movie. I never buy it, but I was I was entertained. Let's just say I was entertained. I wasn't so entertained. yeah, Are you not detained. <laughs> so real quick too, this this movie was made in nineteen ninety eight, and and it, it was it, it was only eighteen million dollars to make. This shit grossed eighteen million dollars in its first week. <laughs> yeah. Worldwide, it has grossed over one hundred twenty million dollars. It's that a fan is favorite. insane, yeah, it's and fan I cannot favorite. believe it because this movie is not that good. It is it though. that much. It's 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 a good rom com. I'm going to get into rom-com. why
1: it's better than you think it is. But there's as not we go through this.
0: Outside of like the kind of like the way they 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 had interwoven the music with the story, that part was good. But when it comes to the actual storyline, it is just beat for beat a very typical straightforward rom com great chemistry seemingly between adam sandler seemingly between adam sandler and drew barrymore great chemistry that's why they they did three movies together because they do have really good it is really really good that part of it um christina no who's it christina not applegate what's what's ben so oh, christine christine taylor yeah christine taylor she's great she's totally she's really great in this the villain eh, not the villain but the the the, the, the fiance eh, Cause he's not he's the not, villain. who's the villain you don't need a villain. This is love, well, baby. True. There's so many villains but, here. But there's still, there's still kind. He's still. If we're gonna pick out a villain, that's the villain. But anyway, um, I'm kind of going off here because it's,
1: it's, that's what that's what makes this movie so great is that most of these villains are essentially the women, right? Like Drew Barrymore is marrying this guy for his money, so we think, uh, what's her name? His his Robbie or, or Adam Sandler's wife that ditches him out the alder She's clearly uh, a villain because yeah. she's a fucking asshole. And like all these other women in his life, like he sees these as villains. But like really, it's it's him coming to terms with himself, becoming a better person, overcoming these obstacles, whether or not they're bad people or not doesn't make a difference. They're not the villain. Robbie's the villain. Adam Sandler's the villain here. He's How the is he one the that villain because he's the one doing things for selfish reasons. And then finally, when he comes to terms with this, is not what I want to do with my life. And then we even see it later on. When he says like, oh, I'm going to get a job. And you remember go see Kevin Nealon at the, at the, yeah. at the bank and tries to get, yeah, just give me some fucking business card with my name on it. That's all I want. Just one business, just one business card. It's like, no dude, you're, you're, you're a good guy. Don't be a villain to yourself. You know, embrace who you are. It's a, it's, it's a coming of
0: age film. It's a rom-com. Dude, this movie's okay. amazing. The coming of age thing is a little, I get where you're coming from, but that's still a little bit of a stretch. It, it really is. I, I think, I think the coming of age thing was accidental. Shit, even, even Drew Barrymore's mom is kind of kind of villainous because she she
1: straight oh, yeah. up tells her, like, you should just get pregnant. That, that'll that get him to marry you. Like, yeah, that's no, the no, fucking a, first time Do a fake her.
0: pregnancy. Yeah, fake pregnancy. Like, oh my that God. That always works.
1: So, like, all the women in his life that he meets or comes and interacts with are kind of, like, bad people, but they're not. He's kind of the bad person.
0: Yeah, in a way, in a way. So how we're going to kind of do this today because we don't do soundtracks that often. And when we do soundtracks, they tend to be actual musicals. This is the, I think outside of endless summer, this is the only other soundtrack we've done like this. Everything else has been a musical nightmare before Christmas, Rocky or D, But this one, this one's a little bit different, actually very different. Um, So we're going to get more into the movie and we're kind of going to, we're going to kind of, we're going to actually break down, not break down all the, all the songs, but we're going to go through the songs as the story progresses. So we're going to try to, intertwine or weave everything together so let's just let's just start from the beginning let's go well, the I'm opening of the, the movie beginning. baby
1: the opening of the movie right it opens with you spin me right around my dead or alive
0: yes fuck yes.
1: me dude beyond banger this song is a beyond banger this song is amazing it's a
0: good it's a good well okay so so real quick too actually before we jump into this should we name our stinkers and bangers or should we should we I think, say I think as we, we should.
1: i think we say them as we go because i have i have i have essentially like Stinky Stinkers I have Stinkers I have Kind of like Low tier stuff I have just filler Stinky Stinkers Dude there's a song On it that I honestly Think is one of the Worst songs of all time wow. It's gonna go on our Playlist of worst songs Of all time
0: Ooh, you can put it On our list I'm gonna yeah. list in our docs You've only yeah, had Rise Again doc.
1: songs To that doc for th- Thus far But this will also Go on it <laughs> okay. But yeah I, I honestly think That You Spin you Right Round is, is a fucking Absolute beyond banger Of a song
0: Yeah so that that's my So I have I have 11 bangers And I have 4 stinkers um, yeah. Uh, spin me right around is my my nine my nine B my ninth banger. So this is a good too, song. Like
1: like most of these bands, they all came from fucking England, dude. They're all English like pop bands. That's
0: true, huh? I didn't Annoying, even make that connection.
1: All right. So like, uh, thanks England for eighties pop thanks music. Britland. I guess thanks Britland for shitty pop music of the eighties. <laughs> That's great. But dead or alive, I listened to like just their top five on spotify and even like the top five on spotify three are different variations of you spin me right around so i try to get like their God. biggest songs outside of that nah nothing 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 good here all, all the all of my bangers and then kind of everybody else too i really try to listen to all of their biggest songs that way i can get a mm-hmm. feel of the band um this one just did not i i don't care for this band whatsoever outside of this one song
0: i mean outside of outside of the the police song i mean these every this is like the biggest banger from each each band. That you know is true. I mean? That is true. This well, is the outside, biggest banger. outside of outside of Police and Madonna, I should say, everything else is like the biggest banger from each of these each of these bands. Yeah,
1: but not the so, only good
0: song. Okay, fair. Well, not fair because most of this music, a lot of this music isn't very good. Um, yeah, so you spin me right round. I mean, this is the very beginning of the movie when they're, they're, they're playing the first wedding. And fun little fact, the guitar player in, Damn, in the band, look at in Robbie's band. What?
1: you doing, you doing research here. Look at this guy. A little
0: bit, I guess. How? But th- the guitarist in the band is actually the composer for the movie. So.
1: Yeah. Dude, he hits two
0: slides. I don't have very many fun facts. So dude, I have I so know. many fun facts.
1: Oh, we didn't do our Six Degrees. I have two Six Degrees. Oh,
0: I didn't even do the Six Degrees of Tom DeLong. Oh, my dude, God. We're all over the place.
1: I was dude I I was I was excited. I watched this movie like six times. Dude, that's that's too
0: much. I, I didn't love want to watch it the second time. <laughs> I
1: fucking love this movie so much.
0: <laughs> okay. You want me to get in my my six degrees? Yeah, so so let's do the six degrees since we forgot. This is where we connect the the band, artists, whatever we're doing to uh artists of the week to uh our boy Tom DeLong in Blink and Angel and Airwaves. So what do you All got baby? Uh, I did one
1: for each. I did one for Drew and I did one for Adam. So the easier one was Drew, Drew Barrymore. She dated the guitarist from Hole, right? Hole, Courtney Love, okay. Courtney mm-hmm. to Dave, and then obviously a the slew of avenues we can go with Dave. So that was one. Do you know Dave was in uh, X Files too? He was in like a, he was a background character in one X Files episode. No, I did not know that. <laughs> remember the remember the X Files episode, the Pusher, where the guy could just talk to you and he make you do things.
0: I just watched that episode last week.
1: He's so like when you first meet the Pusher guy, and he's in suit, and he's coming in from like like stage right. And one of the background characters is Dave Grohl. And you see him for like, maybe like maybe a second. And it's no way clear as fucking day. Dave Grohl back there.
0: Huh? I did not know that.
1: So yeah, Drew Barrymore to essentially Dave Grohl. And then, yeah, we've done yeah, Dave easy Grohl a lot. Connection there. Um, Adam Sandler. He worked with this reggae group called the Wailing Souls on his second solo album, which mm-hmm. Dennis Garth or Garth, His nickname is Garth. Garth Dennis is a member of the group. Um, Garth Dennis was also a founding member of Black Uhuru. Black Uhuru worked with Sly and Robbie from the beginning. Don't forget Sly and Robbie was featured on No Doubt's Rocksteady. And the easiest way to connect, I thought this was fun, the easiest way to connect No Doubt to Tom is the fact that we went to see their 2004 concert. Oh my God. Well, to be fair, like only one of us saw the entire concert. Only one of us, yeah.
0: That would be me.
1: (laughs) But we were both there at a certain point. (laughs) <laughs>
0: That's true.
1: I brought back nice, fun, and terrible memories.
0: Yes, yes. I had a good time though. No? Kyle, Kyle and I had a good time. I had a good, yeah,
1: time, had a good time when we, time. we finally got there. Yeah, yeah. halfway through, no doubt. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So let's get back okay. to this. Give me Ryan. This. Do we
0: do we have anything else on this one?
1: No, that was good. I'm I'm glad you 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 did a little bit of research here, and that was cool. I I love I love how this thing starts off though, right? Like you immediately get that that song just that that beginning, I don't know, eighties like synth with a weird kind of percussion thing in the back, like this song is cool, It's a great opener. And Adam Slays, dude. Adam doesn't have a great voice, but he's got a voice that that's acceptable. Yeah, it's Except, acceptable. Yeah.
0: That's a good way to put it. It's acceptable.
1: It's yeah. acceptable, and because he's fun, because I'm having a good time, it's like pizza, baby, right? As, as he says, as he says in Wedding Crashers, who case a fuck? It's like pizza, baby. We're having a good time. It's acceptable,
0: and I'm already having fun. Boom. <laughs> I was curious how many how many Wedding Crashers references we were going to make in this one because, yeah, dude, anyway. on the
1: DVD there's a there's like a, a trailers part where you can like look at upcoming movies, and Wedding Crashers is one of the movies. No that's in the, way! Oh, it's it, on the DVD.
0: The DVD must have come out like in oh four oh five or something then. I, that, I guess that's when I got yeah, this one. Or
1: not when I got this one, but my version of this.
0: <laughs> yeah, so there you go. Love it. All right, so uh, so then we move on to Do You Really Want to Hurt Me, Culture Club. Another banger. This is not a beyond banger, but a banger. This is uh, not a banger for me. Not a stinker. It's just. Okay. It's just that. I, I've never really liked this song. I think it's just too over the top 80s. I just, I don't get it. I don't get it at all. It's,
1: I will say that I love this song just a more weak song. because the violent Femmes do a fantastic cover of this song and I f- absolutely love it. I adore it. I think it's amazing. So I do like this song and I've come into contact with this album. It's their, uh, I think, I think it's you Kissing had to it. Be Clever. I, I did, I've purged it like three times just because the rest <laughs> of the album is just not, it's not there. And even their second biggest hit. Karma Chameleon. I don't think that's a good song. I think that's stupid. That's a
0: better song than this.
1: But then, but that but that's on... No, no, what, what, no it's not. Karma the Chameleon. The Karma yeah, Chameleon, Karma yeah. Chameleon. That no, better than... That's wrong. Really that it. is incorrect. You are incorrect. But the other big song <laughs> from this album was I'll Tumble For You. Remember? I'll tumble for You." Like, that's another
0: banger of a song, I have too. no idea what that is. Oh, <laughs> it's a
1: good song. But <laughs> <laughs> this is... This is, this is the 80s episode. After this, I will, I will oh, go man. back to shitting all over the fucking 80s because 80s was the worst decade for music of all time.
0: Shit. Oh, and also people for, people listening, there's no official soundtrack on Spotify or Apple Music, so I'll put the... Somebody made a playlist of, of, of this soundtrack, so I'll put the playlist, the link to the playlist in the description of this episode. So if you want to listen to these songs, if you don't know them, feel free. Go for it. My playlist but, is
1: better than I sent Tyler because my songs are actually on... In the movie Whereas the Okay then we'll put that playlist We'll put album. that playlist on But then you can't Because then you get to search For these, some of these songs It requires more work Okay well whatever we'll No we will fucking listen some to some anyway Because
0: everybody hates the 80s yeah, that's true The 80s suck
1: I, I actually have both of the uh, So there's a Wedding Singer soundtrack Volume 1 and 2 On vinyls I can't I I, I have both I have both volumes And I made you Listen to one when you were out here And you loved it
0: I actually totally forgot you made me listen to it. Remember that shit? Yeah, remember we all said that to do years. now, yeah. And you were
1: completely fucking miserable and I was having a good time.
0: <laughs> I wasn't miserable. You were, I just, you were
1: miserable. You were miserable.
0: No, I got, no, I, I put on a brave face. Put on a brave face, got through it. Didn't complain. I you really didn't complain that completely much. Completely miserable. Exactly. Lit. Uh, so let, let's let's move on from. Do you really want to hear me? I have a fun tonight? fact though. Fun fact: what Boy George, the
1: real Boy George, because it's. Uh, oh yeah, it's, it's one of the Arquette siblings. I think it's. I don't know. One of the Arquette siblings, Alexis. Alexis, Alexis Arquette. Arquette. She plays Boy George. I don't, I don't think it's called or she's called Boy George. I think she's called something kind of silly. Just George. I think it's just George. Maybe it's just George. <laughs> <laughs> but like clearly it's, it's supposed to be boy George and, and boy George mm-hmm. in real life when watching the movie thought it was like hilarious and fucking loved it so much. It was a huge
0: fan. I think this was before they transitioned, right? Before she transitioned. I think it was around the same time. was it? Okay. That's pretty yeah. crazy. Right. And how, how progressive, how progressive this movie actually was. Oh yeah. You know, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty cool. Pretty cool stuff. Did uh, that's not even or late nineties.
1: So. That's not even like the the only thing here. We'll get in. God, the movie's so good. It's fine. Mm.
0: It's mm. fine. So yeah, at this point, you know, they're 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 just they're playing the songs. Everybody in the crowd's kind of getting weird when when they start singing this song because Adam Sandler leaves the stage and then George sings it. And nobody really likes it, and then uh, we go from there. What, what do we have next?
1: And then we have this song called "Dur Dur by After the Fire. Um this is the song that who who even fucking knows what song this is. The only time you would know what song this is if someone says, "Don't turn around." Oh. oh, That's yeah, the only part yeah. anybody fucking knows.
0: This song's dumb. That's a, yeah, I I not a stinker I but, but have,
1: damn, this is close.
0: Well, cuz that's the only thing that you anybody knows about the song. And even that not that cool. Oh, uh Isn't that Don't isn't that turn do? around. Uh, uh, oh. Yeah, only even that's no, not that cool. Song. I think I'm thinking of a different song. I don't know. Anyway, it's all okay. stupid. It's all stupid. That's not um, all stupid, but this is stupid. It's almost all stupid. Well, so till there was you is the next thing oh, here. You know, I love this one. <laughs> Wait, I don't. You, I can't even remember how the song goes.
1: This is from so okay. So first of all, this is written by Meredith Wilson. This is from The Music Man, one of the greatest uh, musicals of all time. Oh, okay. That's why I don't remember it. And this
0: was sung. Um, th- what part was this? This was. This, this is when the, this is when we first when, meet the old lady. Yeah, the, he's given the, the piano or the singing lessons. Robbie's yeah. given the singing lessons but to, but the, like, to the lady from Wedding Crashers. I,
1: I, I think besides the music, man, the most notable version was the Beatles. The Beatles did a cover of it on one of their shitty pop albums, which is like all of their shitty pop albums. They did a cover of oh, it, so I think that's what most people know, um, Till There Was You. It's a good slow song. It's cute. The old lady's super cute. You know she lived to be 101? No way. Yeah. Holy shit.
0: Yeah. She, I mean, looked she looked hundred and one. She looked old in this and wedding crashers.
1: Yeah. And she was also I in mean, Seinfeld too. She was, yeah, you're right. She was in Seinfeld. She was Jay Peterman's uh, mom and her password was, was uh No. Yeah, it was Bosco No, George told her his password to his uh his pin number or whatever it was because he wouldn't tell anybody, not even Susan. Ain't <laughs> right. he told her and she woke up in her coma and said, Bosco, Bosco, and then died. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's <was> good <laughs> I about that. holy shit so yeah this song I I mean I didn't okay so so the scenes with, with Adam Sandler or Robbie's character and her I just I didn't like them like it, it was way too forced this whole scene where he's doing the lessons like I understand you need some of that kind of like soft tender moments to kind of build Sandler's character but then it just like it just it took the turn with the meatballs where she pays him in meatballs, and which it you was don't just, even like. It was understand. too it was too slapstick. You don't understand that she
1: pays him in meatballs really until later on when he tells tells Julia that he's tired of being paid in meatballs. and oh, that's why he's been hanging out with that old lady. I get it now. Yeah, yeah, But there's also a deleted scene where where she she was there at his circumcision. Like she was she's been a friend of the family for that long, and he's always looked after her. But the deleted scene went way too into, like, the circumcision part of their relationship. She's like, yeah, oh. I've, seen, I've seen your penis. Of course I have. Come on. Like, I, I know what it looks like. And it got really weird and really stupid, which it should have just been, like, a, a thing to show us that these two have a connection that's deeper than just him finding her on Craigslist and then giving her free piano lessons.
0: Yeah. Guess what it looks like. Some, some of the comedy was just, like, it was dated for sure. Like, not, it was really, really dated. Especially between the, them two, I just well, it has to be really didn't 80s. like the scenes. No, but like I'm, no, not eighties oh. humor. I'm talking like nineties. Like nineties had its own. Nineties and early two thousands had its own like its own kind of comedy that I feel like has not. It just has not aged well, and not not like in a homophobic, transphobic, or that kind of way. Just like even the slapstick has not has not. Most of it has not aged well. That is true that's true that's true that's true that's true, that's true, true,
1: true, true but, yeah just i don't i don't really like their
0: scenes together and i feel like they're way too long especially this one that this whole piano thing it was way too long he could have had that dialogue with anybody and because we didn't know who she was like like because when you go into the scene you're like is this his grandma is who is this lady you never really understand who she is until kind of later in the movie when they i think it was like toward the end of the movie when when she's actually singing for her husband or something like or for the anniversary only yeah. then do you kind of realize, oh, they're not actually related. With, why Why is he talking to her? Why is she so important? So that's weak. That's pretty weak. But I don't know. Moving on. We get into Robbie's wedding, Adam Sandler's wedding. Yeah. He we gets stood up. Um, but the song that's that's playing before is Don't Stop Believing by Journey. But it's played on a piano, and it's it's not the actual it's the, it's, song. It's,
1: it's the orchestra. The orchestra is playing it. <laughs> and I think it works I think that song is so much better when it's like in in, in like a wedding format when you have an orchestra playing Don't Stop Believing I I thought it was a great song
0: it sounds way better and I thought it was I should have written I don't know why I didn't write it down but it I thought it was a different song I thought it was like a Beatles song or something and then it 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 took me like a minute to realize oh fuck this is actually Journey yeah Yeah, it's really good it it took me about a minute but I I figured it out it's a killer wedding um, song but the OG song, the actual "Don't Stop Believing" by Journey, that yeah, is my—that's my number one stinker. That's fine. I hate that song. That song's fucking trash. It's awful. I hate that song. So, I don't care what anybody says. I hate when it comes on in bars. I hate when people play it. It's not that good of a song. It's so overrated. It's just cheesy and oh god, dude! It's not a good song, man. Do you like? Do you like "Sweet Caroline"? No, I don't like "Sweet Caroline." Uh, but this do you is like, worse. Th- okay yeah
1: like would you rather sing sweet caroline or don't stop believing oh yeah
0: sweet caroline for sure because at least your investment is only
1: in the bop 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 parts right for sweet caroline but that's the only time you actually (sighs) have to participate
0: yeah that's the only time and that's fun but it's just like uh watching everybody at a bar sing don't stop believing is so embarrassing it is it's really i just i'm sorry i'm sorry anybody listening Don't be sorry.
1: It's a terrible fucking song. People that sing in bars are just fucking woo girls and guys trying to get with woo girls. That's it.
0: (laughs) Woo girls?
1: (laughs) Yeah. Woo! So good. Yeah, that's it.
0: (laughs) All right. So, yeah, he gets stood up. Robbie gets stood up at his own wedding. Um, You know, he. Some terrible acting when he's up on the altar, when he's talking to his mom. I thought, man, dude, this guy. This guy's famous? Like, come on. For
1: what? Come on. He's (laughs) likable.
0: His facial expressions are so. It, dude the acting is so bad on his part I couldn't believe how bad it was He just like, has the that stupid look have, on his
1: face at all times
0: Dude the director should have done something else Like it was The shot was so was stood on his face Or was on his face for so long I, I don't get it Like it was such a bad decision They should have edited it Edited it Edited it did, Am I saying that right? Edited, edited it, it Edited it Edited it. Edited it. Edited it. <laughs> and then Drew Barrymore's watching him You know They've already kind of You know Got that relationship going Because they met each other At the, the wedding that he was singing at And which we didn't even get into But whatever um, Then she That's true feels we, should, bad we need to him. go back
1: a little bit And get into that one Because I do want to talk about that
0: Okay Get into that Right now right now Yeah I mean yeah, right. so I mean, Okay so really He gets stood up He goes into like this tent Throws a mirror Throws some shit Has a tantrum ob- a Typical or, obviously. Adam Sandler stuff yeah, typical Sandler stuff, and then Drew is sad and then she walks away. But the, why is she sad? Go.
1: Yeah, let's go back a little bit. So so Adam Sandler, um actually let's go back to even where we meet Steve Buscemi. Because Steve Buscemi looks <laughs> legit drunk. Uh-huh. And like the way he stumbles, because he like trips over the curb, it doesn't look like a like a guy who was who just missed missed his mark and tripped. It looked like a guy who was fucking drunk. You can see his ankle like twist in a way that he didn't he didn't like overcompensate with the other foot to try and not twist his ankle. He looked drunk. I couldn't find anything that he was actually drunk. I wouldn't have put it past him. This was a fun movie. People liked working on it, so I don't know. But yeah, when we first meet Drew Barrymore, um, it's just dude, I'm Adam give it Sandler, it to her. <laughs> which comes back later on, and that's such does, a yeah. good scene. I love dude, that Adam scene. Dude, Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore in this movie. I don't know if there's any more compatible like people that could have like been co-stars. They are. It's instant chemistry. Nothing like like romantic or sexual, it's just instant fucking chemistry. They look the great way, together.
0: I feel like it's the way they they keep I mean even it's the way they keep eye contact with each other. Like they look like they're genuinely interested in each other what each other are saying. Even though it's like I know the camera is only like on showing one person's view, but even the way that like at, like when it's when the camera's on Sandler and the way he's looking at Drew Barrymore it just seems it just seems so convincing and so real it's just one of the, the conversation seems so organic which I hate using that word but but this is like legit, though because she had she had reached out to Adam wanting to do something with him just because she
1: thought it was funny she thought it was cool and they had they do have very similar personalities and mm-hmm. I guess when they were like talking and then going back and forth like she wore that same like like studded jacket she wears in the show that's that's Drew Barrymore's jacket in real life and okay. everyone was like, the, like the costumes, I was like, that's a fucking stupid fucking 80s jacket. You should wear that as your character. And like, they just hit it off like instantaneously. So I, I, thought, I thought their
0: chemistry was amazing. I thought so too. Good I mean, stuff. I don't think she's particularly a great actor, but she has that personality. She has that bubbly personality that's, it's just, it's so endearing. So fucking endearing.
1: Well, you watch her now. I, I don't watch it all the time, but I watch it sometimes. On her show, I watch clips of people that I want to see on her show. But she has a show now, the Drew Barrymore show.
0: Yeah, like a daytime show.
1: Yeah, and you watch like clips of people that you're interested in. You interact with her. And she seems like the type of person that when you're talking to her, like nothing else matters to her in the world except for whatever is coming out of your mouth. Yeah. like That's I've, the type of person I've she is. I've seen that too.
0: Yeah, that's what it seems like. And it, it's worked for her. It's worked for her. Who hates Drew? Nobody hates Drew Barrymore. Yeah, I've, yeah you're right. Come on. You're right. <laughs> Come on.
1: All also, I right. so, also read too that that not only was Carrie Fisher given the script. Yes, I saw that too. To help smooth out some of these edges, but also Judd Apatow. Judd Apatow helped mm-hmm. in in writing some of these uh, scenes to make them a little bit better. And what's cool about both of them, and I mean Judd Apatow, not like a huge fan as other people are, but the guy knows like rom com stuff. He knows how to how to write yeah. a good scene to make you know the kind of lovey also lovey love love stuff. He and knows he knows and he knows, a and he knows how to cast people. I don't know the Carrie Fisher thing, but I think Carrie Fisher was more there to help. But like her, from what I read, her biggest suggestion was just to make the women smarter and stronger. And that's, yeah. that's what we see in this movie. We see these strong women kind of like going through these like crises where instead of acting on them and being kind of like douchey or like a stereotypical male would do, they kind of like think about it a little bit more. They talk about them. I guess that is all kind of stereotypical too, but I don't know. And also, like the female perspective, there's so many scenes where Adam Sandler is not there, and we're just only watching females on screen talk to yeah. each other.
0: And I, and I felt like even the chemistry between Drew Barrymore and Christine Taylor were great. Like they, they seem actually, like best friends. And what's crazy, like in the in the movie, they're not. They I don't I don't think they are. Like they only I don't think know each either. other because because they they only know each other because Drew Barrymore just started working at the venue. Yeah. So and, and but like they hit it off. I mean according to the movie they hit it off and they were but they were like roommates so maybe because because remember after after Drew Barrymore gets gets really drunk she's hung over the next morning Christine Taylor's there yeah the house so they probably so in the end they're probably roommates from before and then Christine Taylor got Drew Barrymore the job at the venue that's probably what it is
1: it does seem like they've been friends for a long time, but based on oh, the also, context and things like that, I don't think they have been friends for a long time.
0: But then, but then, the throw kind of the throwaway line by the by Drew Barrymore's fiance when after Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore kiss, she, uh, Christine Taylor says, "Oh no, he kissed me," and then he looks at her and he goes, "Who hasn't? Who hasn't?" So they okay, so yeah, so actually they probably did know each other in the story.
1: But that's—I like, mean—it's a small town, and like that's what I like about her. Her character is—is is like she owns her sexuality, but because it's the '80s and not contemporary, like she is now a slut. But like Glenn, he's the same mm-hmm. fucking person, but even worse because he hides it, he masks it. But like she owns her sexuality and still gets like shit on for it. Shit on, yeah.
0: All right, let, uh, we we got oh. quite a few songs. <laughs> oh. We're we're really kind of jumping around here. So let, let's get into uh, into white wedding billy idol this this is only very briefly played billy idol makes an appearance later in the movie but this is only very briefly played on a tv at robbie's sister's house um and really i don't really care for this song i never have i don't i don't really like billy idol billy idol's a,
1: a, a guy that like that like i'm I mean, i'm happy i'm happy to listen to him again like like i think he has three songs that i think are are absolute bangers everything else i think is chud but he's a guy that i'd be happy to go see live it'd be a fun time well, you but have i think i've seen it, him live i have seen him live and it was a great time but i think he's just kind of uh you know it's billy idol he's, that that's his shtick, is he's billy
0: idol at this point he's not really good at anything it's not really great at anything caricature of himself yeah and everything he does like nothing seems real about billy idol yeah i just and i, and I think his music is okay at best and i really have never really cared for a white wedding so it's not on my banger or stinker list but near
1: near 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 it's a good song it's a cool song
0: it's fine it's, it's fine i think it's a banger all right so let's move on uh 99 lift balloons from uh nena I guess that's how you pronounce it. German band from West Germany. Um Ninety nine Luftballons, balloons, where does this sit for you on your banger list? It has it's big dude. Be a
1: come on. It's a fucking banger. Are you kidding me right now? <laughs> it is. Banger. Banger. Who the fuck doesn't like this song? You're yeah. a monster. You're you're lying if you don't like this song. If you think you don't like this song.
0: <laughs> it's a fucking great song. It's my 3B. I love this one. And I was I was reading more about this song too. So the so the German version, the lyrics are differ a little bit from the English translation. And the German version it has like it's kinda like this concept song about war and bombs and all this yeah. kinda fucking and like the like post apocalyptic thing going on. It's it's crazy. I never fucking knew that. And then the English translation is way more, you know I don't know, way more tame. It's like it's like not even the same song. It's 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 because
1: of how how goddamn catchy it is, but Goldfinger did a good rendition of it. They and these and he's still kept in most of of i don't know the 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 concept of war and bombs and war ministers and all these other things like he still kept all that in there but you just you don't you don't know what he's saying because the song is so fucking good like musically
0: yeah it's a great song great great song yeah Uh, if you don't know it go listen to it and (laughs) it's cool because it's like the first time we see we see like
1: drew by herself here like in her i don't know in her kind of like natural state right that Mm -hmm. that like she's singing with she has headphones on and she's singing in that camera angle which is like right up on her face like dude that's a classic 80s fucking shot right yeah yeah like a little bit lower and she's just kind of like eyes closed bobbing her head back and forth singing along to her headphones
0: like oh good stuffs good stuffs i i also want to mention that a lot of these songs i would say like at least three quarters of the songs on the soundtrack they only play for about five, 10 seconds. I know. That's and what then is it's 35 of them. <laughs> I know. So, so we, we got, we got to start moving faster through these. Um, past the Ducci. Ducci is the next one. Uh, this is when, I mean, this is like probably one of the shortest things. It's just Robbie's friend comes, comes over to hang out. He's just kind of rolling up in the car down the street into the driveway and the song's playing and that's it. And I hate this song. Yeah. It's not a stinker, but I just don't like the song at all.
1: I think this is one of the worst songs of all time. I really do.
0: Yeah, it's it's not a good song. I, I would, think I think this may be
1: bad. like top five worst songs ever fucking made.
0: Okay. It's stupid. That's it's fair. fucking dumb. It's dumb. It's a I, really don't wanna, dumb song. I don't want to I don't
1: want to hear I don't wanna hear fucking kids. I don't wanna hear kids bop, but you mask it with like reggae and, and, and pretend like it's something unique and cool. And then and then say pass a and then it's not about even like like kids talking about passing like the the, the brewski or passing like the joint. It's about a, a cooking pot, a Dutch oven. That's a doogie. <laughs> That's stupid. Oven. Right? Like, you would think it's about, like, passing a doogie. You think about, like, pot. Like, they're passing, like, the joint. Yeah. It's
0: stupid. It's like, Puff the Magic Dragon, you know, from the, the 60s. The, yeah. The kids' TV show. That's what everybody always said. Oh, it's about, it's about you know, passing a joint or whatever. Or talking about marijuana. It's like, eh, it probably wasn't. But. No. It, the Peter, Paul, and Mary wrote it. No. It's not about yeah. that at all.
1: Yeah, this is about the past, the cooking pot on the left-hand side. Like, how stupid does that sound, right? Come on. Yeah. Fuck you.
0: Get out of here. Fuck this. I think I think they were, I mean, when, when the song was made, I think, that, yeah, they're really just kind of playing off of the reggae thing going on in the late 70s with Bob Marley and Peter Tosh and, you know, the police, really, too. Well, again, too. The do you, do you know where, it up class. or I should
1: say, get, guess where this band, the musical youth is what they were called. Guess where they're from?
0: New York? I don't know.
1: Birmingham.
0: Birmingham, England? Yes, sir. no way. Yes, sir. Ooh. they probably have a museum in Birmingham. There's probably next two to the, bridges. Next to the Black there's Sabbath a bridge. One. There's a Sabbath Bridge, and that bridge directly leads to
1: No Passaduji Bridge. Yeah, I swear no. it's there. Yes, no, no, no it's all it's completely <laughs> false. No, I mean, I don't, I don't know for sure. There could why. be. I would. I don't I would know why really, I believed really you. <laughs> I don't know why you believe me either. Like, are you kidding me?
0: I don't know. It's Birmingham. I don't know what I don't know what the Burmese that's true. Do over Who the there? fuck
1: know what they, the Burmese do? <laughs> I don't know what
0: the Burmese do. They're all crazy. Oh man, that's so, Yeah, this so song stupid. fucking
1: sucked. Fuck this song. <laughs> all right, move let's on. move
0: on to uh, so so uh, Robbie's. Fr- I forgot the, the friend's name, but Robbie's friend Sammy. shows up to the house. Sammy shows up to the house, goes down to the basement to go visit, uh, go visit him, and uh, just. Very briefly, "Boys Don't Cry" from The Cure is playing, and it's maybe fifteen seconds of the song, if that, and uh, that's all we get. But I really do like this song. "Boys Don't Cry" is a great, great song. It's my, uh, it's my four B. It's just his vocals, man. I can't get into the vocals. I like that that guitar, that
1: ding Oh, I love dee. that guitar line. Yeah, I think what the Cure did for just even that like the dun, genre dun, of music dun, 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 that dun. I like, the emo era of, of of melancholy, dashboard, bright eyes stuff it would not even happen without The Cure. I think The Cure did so much, oh, but I was never, sure. just never liked them. I never really I got mean, into them that, that
0: hard, but I've never, yeah, I don't
1: know.
0: We gotta do The Cure, because I mean, everything I've heard by them, I I like. I've never n- disliked anything from them. Same. But I think I gotta, we gotta take a deep dive, man. We gotta take, we, we should do the Ross Robinson album from 04. That one's, I've heard that one's pretty wild. Okay. Well, that that's, no, I don't that's, know. but. We, I, we should just do the cure at some point.
1: I think I think we should as well. Yes, at some
0: point. I'll put I'll put it on our <laughs> list. I'll put it on our to do list.
1: Okay.
0: Okay. But uh, so let's move on from Boys Don't Cry. We get into uh, to Holiday from Madonna. Um, this is this is, wait, what, what part? When does he sing this? this? Is when he's really depressed. This is the yeah. first song he sings. He he is singing this. It's, it's when it's
1: it's at his next paid wedding gig. He's one. But it doesn't it sound anything like the Madonna version. <laughs> no, like the music okay. does, but his voice is just like, did he slaughters it, and it's so <laughs> funny. Like this is this is when Adam Sandler is actually like a good actor. It's his vo- like his voice, what he does with his voice, because he can make this song, and he chose a great song too, because the song is kind of like middle ground. I can't, I don't, mm-hmm. I've come to the conclusion, I don't like Madonna. I don't like Madonna in any way, shape, or form. But this is a good song. Holidays. This a good is not song. a good song. I this is a this is almost a stinker for me this is a low low this song. is my don't my a b this is my a like b i don't think, i don't think anything Madonna's ever done is a is a is a banger i i, I don't don't like it oh, don't wrong. like any of it that's wrong Dude, Her vocals are too high pitched there's no there's no like fluctuation whatsoever it's just annoying nothing's exciting like i i, I do like parts of this because it, it is a funky song that the guitar really shreds it up and it's a lot of those like funky high chords like those things those are cool
0: but damn, dude, boring. Madonna's boring. Uh, I mean, some of the stuff she does is boring, but she does have some bangers. She does, have, and I think Holiday is a banger. I really do think this is a good song. I purged all my Madonna, which was just one, like a version, just one. The the one. Oh, and no, that was the one I I gave you in the the lot, right?
1: Like like recently. Yeah, the one uh, that I got no. from my boss. I've I've had I've had like a version since like the beginning of our collection. Oh, okay. But my, my soft rock section has just been never full, so I just kept it there.
0: Okay, so let's let's move on from Madonna then. Yeah, don't care about Madonna uh, at all. Let's move into uh the next song that he sings. Robbie's drunk, he's super drunk, he's at the wedding, and he's uh he's making fun of the mutants at table <laughs> <laughs> So he's singing at this point he's singing uh, Love Stinks by Jake Isle's band, which this is I this is an absolute stinker. I hate this song. So this is my this is my two, my number 2 stinker. There's two Eat
1: there's it. two things here, right? The way Adam Sandler sings it I think is a banger. The way I think it's Jay Geals band sings it, Gill's whatever, is a fucking stinker because the song builds up to the love stinks. But in like the, the Jay Geals band, like the love stinks part, it flops. It it's it doesn't even match like the 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 tone of the song. Like everything's building up to like the love stinks. Right? Like the it's Adam Sandler yeah. part brings it he brings the fucking heat, man. Like when he says love stinks and he puts the mic in front of the mutes at table nine, like it's like you know it they like you know it stinks. But like the J. Jills rendition of it,
0: nah, flat. Yeah, totally flat. Hate the song. Absolute stinker. Would never play again. I really, really hate that song. It's so bad. So uh-huh. so yeah, you so that he get, so he's talking about the he talks about the mutants at table nine dude it's so it's so dry the way he says it too and it's so it's just what am i trying it's not forgotten it's just that it's so it's fast it's throwaway it's It's quick it's it's fast it's throwaway it's just really fucking and he's really good at throwaways like that which we'll get into when he when they go to the party and talks about his 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 parents dying you want to talk about that (laughs) (laughs) no i don't want to talk about that i don't know
1: I don't know, why would you.
0: <laughs> it was so fucking dry. He's great <laughs> at that. He's fucking so good at being that dry. It's hard to get pull it off, but he does. But anyway, yeah, Love Stinks, it's just, whatever. Yeah, he gets all. knocked out. He also gets knocked out by one of the uh the dad the the, bri- the dad the bride's dad or something like that. Yeah,
1: cuz he keeps he's like he's like you are he's a, I'm not paid to hear your your emotions buddy. You're here to to sing. He's one more one more outburst from you and I'll to with my microphone cord. <laughs> <laughs> so deadpan That
0: was good, good. Alright so then we get into uh, You know he's Robbie comes home He's babysitting but I, the kids oh, But I do want to
1: bri- I, I do want to interject With one thing So okay. So Robbie performed Two weddings here And then a bar mitzvah The first wedding That's, that's when we first see him And Julie meet outside By the dumpster right yeah. And he helps that kid Barf into the dumpster Everything there's painted blue The entire set's painted blue The dumpster's Ooh. blue Everything's blue The next time the exact same set when Robbie's out there in the dumpster feeling down on himself. Yeah. Everything is the exact same fucking set, dude. Everything's painted red. Really? Little. Yeah. I mean, you know, goofy and, and silly, but dude, the, come on, man, that is so solid. And in the first time we see Robbie, what color is his jacket? It's blue. Second time we see yeah. Robbie, what color is his jacket? It's red.
0: Wow! Look at yeah. you, so good. You yeah. with the details, so
1: freaking good, so, so freaking good. Alright, go ahead. Moving on.
0: Moving on. So, so "Hold Me Now" by Thompson Twins comes up next. When Robbie drives home, babysits the kids. I really like this song. <laughs> do <you It's>, right? <laughs> I really do. <laughs> it's my it's my seven B. <laughs> oh damn! Okay, okay. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I just it's the hold me chorus, now, button. He oh, hold me, name. no it's like he's about to like cry oh my god and like part, like it just i've always thought he said oh my
1: god like that's why i always thought they <laughs> said but they don't say that at all like chris farley but, doing the hand thing too yeah that's
0: what i just did with my hands <laughs> i did it too when i said that's oh funny. my god that's hilarious um, yeah but yeah hold me hold me now i i don't know what it is man it's a stupid ballad but i just i, I i'm hooked i'm absolutely hooked by that by that chorus. it's a good song
1: it's, it's a good song i had it like as a, as a mid-tier like i'm happy it exists because i do i do enjoy the hold me now part the oh my god part and this
0: i do like that um <laughs> otherwise i don't know it's whatevers so there's not much to this scene except robbie's uh brother-in-law so there's there's a few characters that i think are just so underrated and his brother-in-law is one of them he's so fucking weird he says the stupidest shit, and in this scene, he's talking to, to Sandler, to Robbie, and he's saying, like, yeah, your sister, she's she's crazy. She does these exotic dances. He starts talking about nipple play, and then and then Robbie's like, okay, that's enough. I'm, I'm going to babysit your kids. Go away. And then after Robbie leaves, the camera stays on the brother-in-law. I forgot his name. Stays on him, and he's like, what did I just say? I don't even know what I said. And just the way he <laughs> says it, and there's no reason for the the, to end the scene that way but the way he says it made me laugh so fucking hard every both times i watched the movie like actually rewound it because it was i don't know i can't even explain why i thought it was so funny but the guy was just like talking for no reason at all i don't know i i just do you recognize that guy no
1: is he was he in the sopranos he he. I don't think he was in Sopranos. He was in Goodfellas. He was. I think one of his first roles. He was an extra in The Godfather. So then he was extra. He played. He had a role in The Godfather too. But he's just. He has that like mob look to
0: him. Yeah, it's his hair. He reminds me of the the guy in The Sopranos. Um, Tony's sister's boyfriend, who she ends up shooting in the kitchen. Do you know who I'm talking about? He was also like a mafia guy. But the good looking ass- guy,
1: or or no, not that guy.
0: No, he was like the. He was the one who, Yeah, he was with Janice and he was the one who was in jail for like twenty years, or fifteen years, and then he gets out of jail, and he comes out, and he's wearing like the the member. Oh of the yeah, jacket. that guy was it? That guy?
1: No, it's not that guy. But oh, I I, guy? Okay. I think the guy you're talking about.
0: I, fuck, I know I know who you're talking about. I know his face. Kind of short, but yeah. Anyway, whatever. I just but yeah the, I hair, he, the hair for sure yeah the hair is the same, but anyway, that's that's the takeaway from this scene. I didn't do it justice whatsoever, but the That's song okay. "Hold Me Now" That's is fine. solid. So let's uh, let's move on to the next part. What's what was what it played? It what, what too shy? What song is this?
1: Too shy, Ka, Kaja, Goo, Goo. I don't know. This band fucking sucks. Dude, this song sucks. I don't care.
0: <laughs> okay, let's move on. Then I don't. Yeah, talk about it's
1: played. It's played at the engagement party, right? And,
0: oh, okay, okay.
1: And then uh, all night long, or no? You got you're doing the thing. Go yeah, right.
0: all night long, Lionel Richie. I don't. I've never liked this song. I don't know why people like it. I don't either. It, it's it's not a stinker. It's definitely not a banger. But it's memorable. Um, this is uh, this is when uh, it, Robbie <laughs> Robbie and Sammy with Sammy, right? Yeah. Robbie and Sammy get invited to uh, Drew Barrymore's house to their house for the engagement party, and uh, the song's playing. And then there's that interaction between Robbie and then the fiance's friend. And the friends just being like this oblivious asshole, and just the dryness and the delivery that Adam Sandler has in this scene is just uh, it's perfect. I, it's, I don't say a lot of good things about Adam Sandler, but he fucking nails it with with this kind of like witty, dry humor.
1: It's so good. It's so fucking funny. It's so stupid. It's <laughs> it's God, he's such a dick. But the guy's an even bigger dick. Yeah. So it's like we laugh at Adam Sandler because he's being an asshole to this guy, but like the guy, like why would the fuck would you ask somebody that? And, it,
2: exactly.
1: and it's not like it's not like he asked him like hey dude i heard you were, you were you were you got left at the altar that sucks i'm sorry he was like no he was like no i, I don't know i don't even know okay i don't even know i'm way ahead <laughs> of myself i'm reading my notes i'm getting way into it so so let's I'm talking let's, let's faster than my brain can think here okay
0: <laughs> so let's move Slow on we, we get into the bar mitzvah um that's all frank sinatra what do you have on this one
1: it's actually uh, I, I, that was a mis a misprint on my on my end. That was my bad. It's a Nat yeah, King I, Cole I don't song. This.
0: Oh, okay, Nat King Cole.
1: Okay. Um, it's been it's been covered by so many fucking people. Just a hundred people. Um, that song is a killer song, though. Fucking fantastic, amazing song. I love it. This is a banger. Come on, dude, this is a banger of a song. I it's I don't I don't have it listed as a banger. Okay, that's fine. That's <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's that's something. something. <laughs> that's something. But that song he sings In the bar mitzvah That oh, mm-hmm. I don't know if that's Sounds Like a, like an actual Bar mitzvah song But that's a, that's a good song too
0: Yeah I guess so I don't really remember it That much That's okay That's alright But uh, let's move on To the Moving car on. song It's all I can do when, I don't remember Where this song Is playing in the Movies. This is
1: this is when they're cleaning up and there's all the balloons all over the floor and him and Julia him and Drew Barrymore are talking together and it's in the background you 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 hear it if you know the song you fucking hear it like clear as day if you don't know the song that well it just sounds like like background 80s music mm-hmm. but damn dude this is this out. is my favorite car song I think the cars are, are a great band I think like Rick or fantastic producer I think what he did for music in the '80s, '70s is amazing. '90s, amazing. Blue, dude. I don't everything know, will be all right in the end. And yeah, and again, even then, blue, green, everything will be all right in the end. Like yeah. The guy's done just like amazing, amazing stuff, and he's worked with the cars, like production-wise, like pop-wise. Holy shit, dude! It is good. It is pretty, pretty good i have never been a big fan of the cars overall because you do have a lot of cheesy songs. I've seen in too many car commercials. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> Just what I needed. Maybe that was like that a fake commercial or something. That's but dude, fine. this song—it's all I can do. This song is a is, a, is this song is a Beyond Banger. Uh, it's
0: a Beyond Banger. I don't banger. know, man. I don't know. Beyond I Banger, don't know, Jerry. I, I I don't I don't have it as a banger or a stinker. Okay. I, I I have nothing really about this one. All right. <laughs> um, all right, so from here we get into uh, Ladies Night by Cool in the Gang and John Lovitz. My favorite part of this whole movie, just, just he's amazing. He's so fucking funny. John Lovitz is so underrated. <laughs> he's so subtly funny. Ah, it, he's great. I think like with John Lovitz, his the reason why
1: he's kind of underrated is because of his image. His image is. Th- I don't know, like that's like Chris Farley, right? Like that's who he is,
0: yeah. That,
1: that lovable kind of loser, but he is really funny. Like his his timing is great. He is just enough. Too. He has just enough kind of grit and and uh, I don't know, man. He's he's just he's just weird enough to make it yeah. funny, but it's not too weird to make me feel uncomfortable just pervy and there you go pervy pervy is a good way,
0: a good way to, yeah that's a good way he's to
1: just he's just pervy enough to be funny but not too pervy to like i feel uncomfortable <laughs>
0: that's <good. laughs> yes so this is where um he's essentially you know picking up where adam sandler left off because he's he's given up as a wedding singer so now john lovitz is stealing his spotlight he's taking over for him um and yeah, and it's it's fucking so stupid. It's so over the top. The way he kind of does like the grabbing of the crotch thing when he's up on stage, hey. it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's so stupid. It's so, but he, like, it, it could be really, it could be really just not funny. But the way he does it, it's just it's perfect. You've got to be timing. all
1: in when you're doing something yeah. like this. You have to be all in at all exactly. times, and he is 100 yeah. all in. And then the end of it too, right? When she's like, "You've just inspired me to hire a DJ." He says, Good luck finding a DJ who can move and shake like this. And he like backs up slowly and then shimmies. <laughs> leans forward and
0: shimmies. And it's fucking weird. So good. And not many could not many people could pull it off and make it funny. No. But he's he fuck it's so weird. It is and then the other thing he does, which we'll get into in, in just a very little bit, with the curtain. Oh, oh yeah. God, it's so funny. Fucking funny! It's some like Mel <laughs> shit. Seriously, some <laughs> Mel shit. Um, anyway, do we have anything else on this song? This, no. This part. Let's get into kill me. Somebody kill me. Uh, this is uh this is Adam Sandler. He's acoustic or not acoustic guitar. Clean, clean kind of guitar. How'd you like that guitar though? Yeah. Oh yeah, it sounds great. Je- like has the right amount of reverb on it. The palm you have the dun 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 dun. It's just. He says you listened to so a lot of the Cure when he wrote it, but it was a
1: big old like hollow body F cut guitar that you like. Yeah, it a big is. Big old fat yeah. fucking thing.
0: I like those things. I have one of them. I well, it's an Epiphone, but I have one. This was uh, I, I like this
1: song. I think it's. I think it, it works. It's a good song. I, it's not like a song. It's just it's a skit, really. It, it's but it, it it's just it's just melodic enough. It's it, just long enough. It like progresses the story forward. It shows us a different side of Adam Sandler or Robbie in the movie. I think it 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 achieves what it sits out to do. It's good. It's a good yeah. song. And when he
0: starts to scream at the end, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's but like some, in my head. it's some like good grunge shit right there. Yeah, it's solid. You'd hear from like early nineties grunge. So I, I thought that was that was pretty solid. But even just overall, like the song, the little melody, it was it was good. It was for an original, it was pretty solid. So well, he, he sings he, that he
1: co wrote it with the other guy.
0: Oh he did, okay. Well still. Yeah.
1: Both of his originals. He, it was co-written by, with the other guy.
0: forgot his name right now. The guitarist from the earlier we talked about. Yeah, yeah. Can't remember his name, though. But, Which uh, he looked like a legit guitarist. He
1: looked like he could play for Alice Cooper, right? Like He looked like a legit guitarist yeah. in the beginning. Yeah, I would say so. Tony yeah. man, if you watch it, I don't know if you will or not, but like watch him do like those, he does these two slides when he's playing a riff on that D, uh, fucking uh, You Speak Me Right Round song. He these two like, slides that he goes up on the neck, and it's just, it looks it, dude, it's money. It's money.
0: Okay. money i don't know if i'll ever watch it again the oh again but we'll see i, I had to rent the movie because it wasn't streaming anywhere i'm not gonna pay 15 dollars to buy it so i just rented it four bucks did, got two watches out of it did i say i buy it for you you did but you never did <laughs> so that's, that's
1: post pod talk baby that says, that's <laughs> ppt's right there
0: <laughs> you did you did you did say i'll just buy it for you i'll just buy it for you right now and you looked it up too and you're like, yeah, it's like, it's like 12 bucks. All good. get it. I'll get it. I never got it. Why so would you just I, buy it? Just fucking buy it. It's $12. Cause I am, I've already watched it twice. I don't care to watch it again. Uh, anyway. So, so at the end of this scene, <laughs> John Lovitz is like hiding behind the curtain watching. He says something like, something like that was good. Oh, you know what the fuck is, he says something so he says, stupid. He says like, like the, your life is like falling apart. That's good for me,
1: and he like smiles and, and like opens his eyes wider than any person probably should at the time, and yeah. then slowly closes the curtain in front of him. But you can't <laughs> see him so close the curtain. Slow. That's it's the slow. important part. You don't see his hand move. You don't see anything except for the curtain just closing in front of him. And it's and that's, just that's key.
0: And it, the curtain closing is just slow enough to to be noticeable, but not. It's the timing. It, it the, the timing of it all. Like it could have been so fucked up. Like the, it would have not been funny had it not been timed perfectly like that. It's a like, six-second scene, and he slays it. it. I mean, that's like one of my favorite parts of the entire movie. Is that just that one part right there? It's just, it's really, it's seriously something Mel Brooks would have done in Young Frankenstein, Blazing Saddles, like early Mel Brooks. Like the I'm timing you, was I, so I, perfect.
1: Like for me, it's because we don't see him close the curtain. Like, yeah. even the curtain doesn't even move to where, like, like, if he was holding the bottom of it, you would see the curtain kind of like bow outward in front of him and follow it. But it looks <laughs> yeah. like, you know what I mean? Like, the, yeah, it, I it adds to like the, the mystique of, of, of John Lovitz in this. This is a movie based in complete reality. Everything here is, is 100% true and it could happen in, in our world. But then, like, what he just did there, like, that, like, how the fuck did he do that? That's weird. That's mysterious. That's That's magical.
0: Yeah, it was great. It was so funny. I, One of my favorite parts of the whole movie. Or my favorite part of the whole movie. Uh, and then we jump into um, <clears throat> Every every Little Thing She Does from The Police. I love this song. This is my favorite police song. I don't care. What? It's an absolute. This is my favorite police song, yeah. What? I love this. The, just the kind of like the bass slides that Sting does too. Even the the driving piano part, it's, it's pretty cheesy. But god damn, dude, it's so good. That chorus is so catchy. This is... Okay. This is... This song is so good, man. This is this is my this is my two B right here. Have what we talked about band. your one B yet? No, we have not talked about my one B yet. Okay, this is your favorite Police song. What this the is my fuck? favorite Police song. Yeah, I know this is a good song though. It has the catchiness. It just, dude, it's so tight too. Stuart Copeland's drums on this too, like with every Police song, but this one, the transition from the that kind of like silence you get into the chorus, I love it. And then it just drops into that Damn, that okay. iconic that iconic melody. Yeah, Man. no, and then, I we did huh, we did the, we the, did the, the police kind of offbeat a, the kind of offbeat that Stewart does too on the hi hat the bell on the hi hat. I'd love that offbeat too. Oh, he's it's so he fucking good. he
1: slays he slays and and he just knows how to let let Andy Summers kind of do his own like chord thing on the, even the more offbeats and then Sting just I don't know he has good, good bass lines I think my favorite police song is probably so
0: lonely. Or okay. Roxanne I like Roxanne Roxanne's good But it I feel like it's too overplayed So love me So love me
1: But also the Be My Girl From the album that we did Won't you be my Be my Be my oh, that's girl a good one too And then it yeah. turns into that weird Like spoken word Fucking part About like a blow up doll That they
0: talked about And Was it? Yeah That was so long ago When we did that album That was like when we first oh, started man. This is like That was like 2020 That was like around the pandemic Dude, that, dude, police are, oh, Ooh, pretty, pretty good. Yet I didn't keep any of the records. <laughs> I purged you kept nothing? My, all, I purged all my police records. That's yeah. that's that's, I know. that's stupid. That's I kind of regret doing it, but I also got like $90 for three police records.
1: You only need the first two. You just need Outlandos and then Regatta.
0: Yeah. I got to listen to them again, and then I'll probably start buying them again. But anyway, the, okay. this, so this part of the movie is when you know Sandler and and Barrymore they're they're eating what are they they're eating ice cream together they they're like at the the fucking pharmacy eating ice cream what, like an ice cream sundae or something yeah wherever people eat ice cream in the 80s huh, yeah me, like an old school pharmacy like here in the US it's um, stupid <laughs> that's where the song plays <laughs> and then it jumps into like them like eating cake and then trying on the wedding dresses and then yeah so that's pretty much all you get here there's a couple things, though. Okay. What do you got? There's a
1: couple things. I don't know if I put in your notes, but we also hear the first foreshadowing of Growing Old With You, the song. Do we? I, I yeah.
0: Did, I saw that in the note, but I didn't I didn't pick up on it.
1: Dude. Because, like, like I, I mean, I'm very, very familiar with that song. I can play it in guitar. Mm-hmm. This is chords, anyway, but who cares? Um, but, like, I'm very familiar with it because I've heard it dozens and dozens and dozens of times. I love the song. And so you hear a slower kind of like major key version of growing old with you, which we'll hear it again later on in a minor key. And I didn't, I see did like, I think like if you want to make money in music, just be, be some type of studio musician. Like these guys make so much fucking money for doing nothing. Right. The, whore, the guy that co-wrote this with Adam Sandler, he's like, yeah, here you go. I co-wrote this with you. Take it, run with it. They made a fucking Broadway musical out of it. He didn't have to do nothing for it. He just sits at his home, gets the residuals. Doesn't have to do no work. Like, come on, man. That's it.
0: Yeah, it's a pretty good gig. I like know I'm going
1: with this, but I, I, you hear, you hear, growing old with you a little bit here. Okay. you, it's, it's, it's 100 there.
0: All right, I, I'll take your word for it. I don't remember. Um, and then yes, yeah, the so little we thing, jump-
1: the little things, right? Sorry, well, little, little things, little things. See, the I, song?
0: I know you like that band
1: And, and <laughs> it is it's about the little things And this is what this is what makes This is what makes The the big rise to Even like even the hero of the movie may not even be Robbie the hero of the movie could be Drew Barrymore Right yeah, so we I, don't I, even I know yeah, God damn it's good dude So like oh blue Blue, blue money is probably your biggest banger um, well, we'll see but you but You you see her talk about the little things the little things is, is When she says things like I've never been on a plane I like have I never seen the window, sat in the window seat and which will like foreshadow to later on what happens and, and Okay, go ahead. I'll with
0: <laughs> No, okay. I so that so that's where we're at. Then we jump into the wedding the wedding planning part of it. Um, what I this want. is kind of like this is kinda of like a <laughs> montage thing. I mean, this song is perfect for a montage. It's the You Make My Dreams, Holland Oats. I hate this song do you really i hate this song i hate that that load of that that riff that that super clean guitar ding, 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 ding. and then it, everything stops and then the vocals what come I in won? and it's like it's super happy and bouncy i just i've never liked it i hate it this is my my, my third stinker my Wow. yeah i've i've never ever liked this song i it's it's just too over the top it's too over the okay. top poppy okay okay okay, okay. i just i can't get into it but yeah no it's it's a typical montage song montage scene very rom-com-ish you see this like you could have thrown this song into wedding crashers you know all like all the little little scenes between owen wilson and rachel mcadams when they're kind of like you know what part when they're on the island, yeah. kind of like learning to like each fucking,
1: other. When they're doing the hand thing, they're slapping each other's hands oh, right and before then, that. Like,
0: like when they're riding the bikes and everything, and he, he falls on the bike, right? He yeah. like skids out. Yeah, like yeah. you can hear this. This song could have been playing there, and it this, would have been. Dude, you're right. This is a perfect like, like smash cut fucking yeah scene like this. That's what the song is. And I just I don't like this song. Never have. This probably is probably never is a will.
1: mid. This is a mid tier song for me. I like it in the context of the movie. I would never fucking listen to this outside the movie. But I'm watching the movie, I enjoy it. When I'm listening to the soundtrack, I enjoy it. But that's okay. as far as I go.
0: I will say though, the one good thing is how how nice that guitar tone is. Like when it starts at that boom bam boom bam It's just like has this kind of like it's not dry, it's like it has this wet sound, dry wet, clean sound to it. It does sound really good. I mean but th- so like like the synth thing it's fine
1: it's, it's cool it's a little bit offbeat but then the guitar strokes too are even more offbeat and they're both kind of doing their own thing but finding each other at the end i think that's cool and then i was kind of reading up about it too but hall or oats whichever one it was who plays the piano he was saying that like when they recorded this song they had found a specific piano it was something like yamaha p90x piano that had, had since been lost, <laughs> and they never found another one for like decades and decades. Later, had that perfect fucking sound, the exact sound that they wanted for this for the song. It took him like forty years to find a, a duplicate of that piano, because Yamaha or Casio, whoever the fuck made the piano, I don't know it was, but they didn't make a lot of them, so it took him a long time. Mm-hmm. So I think that's kind of cool that he found the specific tone that he really liked, and made a song yeah. out of it.
0: That is cool. That is, but, it's, but even yeah. so. The song yeah, still
1: fine.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's not bad. It's just it's you know, it's just it's, God. It's just it's it's talk about filler. Like it's it's good filler though. It's, it's no no. It's like it's like stock footage filler. That's that kind of filler. That's what it is. Stock footage song. Um, anyway, oh and two, uh, we move into uh, I don't remember this Elvis Costello song played, but it's every, yeah, it's stupid. every day I write the book. And I listen to it, dude, it's so boring. I don't don't, remember anything about it. Don't
1: care. Don't like, I don't say this is a stinker of a song because I don't think it's bad, but this is a bottom, bottom fucking song, dude. I don't, I don't get Elvis Costello. I don't care. I don't find his voice endearing. I think it's distracting. I think it's annoying. And I don't think the song is that great. Like the melody comes from just him saying every day, every day, every day, every day, every day. Back and forth. Even then I don't even remember that melody. Stupid. I don't, I don't care about how this is okay, uh, so let, anyway, let, in Let's move on
0: from, from that then. Uh, then. We get, we get into Blue Monday from New Order. Uh, this is when they're on the double date at the club, which is a pretty good scene actually. Uh, because th- there's one moment in this scene that I'm like, oh my God, dude, we've all been, we've all been in this position. Do you know what I'm talking about? Wait, when? At the club? When they're on the double, yeah, at the club, yeah. When they're at the club, because it's a double date. It's it's Christine Taylor, Adam Sandler, and then Drew Barrymore, and then forgot her fiance's name. Uh, Glenn, Glenn, yeah. There's was one, it the part where there, she puts the fry in his mouth. No, no, it, no. The one part where, dude, it just, it, we've all been there, where 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 it's like you're only you're only with this particular person because because. What am I trying to say here? when the, when the two girls get up and leave to go to the bathroom and it's just Adam Sandler. And, oh yeah. And, and Glenn, fuck, what's his name? And Glenn. And then there's that, that silence, that awkward silence where you don't really know each other. So you don't know what to talk about. You don't know who should talk first. Should I talk first? you talk first. It's, it's that, it's that, that pause right there that oh, super fuck, dude, we've all been there. We've all been at that. Yeah. We've all been there at that point. And then who's going to say the first thing that was, that was perfect. And they embraced like an the awkward pause. So they right? did. It was it was so perfect. And then the way the way the way Sandler like flipped a little bit and just to kind of manipulate Glenn too to kind of say, "Oh, that girl's hot," you know, and kind of, you know, kind of put him into a into a situation like that. That whole scene was great. But Absolutely it's still, great.
1: It's still in character, right? It's so not like Adam yeah. Sandler because he's a shit actor. He's like, oh, I like to take a bite out of that ass, right? <laughs> Like, he just, you know what I mean? He sounds like fucking yeah. Rad himself, like, doing Kiki voice. Like, he just, it's just monotone. It's just stupid. It's silly. It is, yeah. Like, it's not yeah. believable in any way, shape, or form.
0: <laughs> but it's, you know, it's it's good. It's good. That it's certified good. grade A ass. Yeah, certified so grade dumb. A is what he said. <laughs> so, so Maybe stupid. people talk but like that in the 80s. I don't know. I can imagine Pat saying something like that. <laughs> in jest. I would have. Man, yeah, well, you maybe, know, in jest, yeah. Yeah, it would have been in jest, but it's something that he would have said. Way back in the day uh, But seriously though That that, pa- that awkward silence and pause When the girls get up and leave I thought was just It was perfect I don't think any movie's done it as good as that Seriously You're right they're, they're, And like they
1: did really embrace the dramatic pause They really It, it lasted way it, it lasted a long time <laughs> It did It went so. like a second or two past the point of like okay
0: You should probably cut it off now But then we've all been there. We've all been there (laughs) with somebody that that we don't know that well, like an acquaintance at best.
1: Especially because, especially because Adam Sandler was staring at him the whole time while he was checking out the girl. So it's like you know you've been in that position where you're like you're staring at this person and you just think to yourself, "I wish I was not here." Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) That's perfect. I wish I was fucking anywhere
0: but here right now oh man so there there are three different songs that play in this uh i think yeah, three songs that play during the scene so the first is blue monday by new order um which is my four b no it's my what what the fuck no it's my six b sorry yeah new or yeah blue monday what is your one b We'll get there, dude we'll I hope it's there. not Rapper's Delight No fucking way Please, for
1: the <laughs> love of God Tell me it's not Rapper's Delight
0: But but Blue Monday's really good I mean, it's, it's a, I think it's one of the I think objectively It's one of the best 80s songs With the electronic drums The do 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 It's so monotone It's so robotic like, Blue Monday's it just, is, is It's a great song, though so, for me, Blue Money is a, a beyond banger. I
1: think it's beyond oh, banger. Totally. <laughs> I think it's a great song on its own, but I think it also did something for music at this time that that no other band could really do. First of all, there's no chorus, right? The chorus is just that. Dee- dee, dee- dee- oh, doo. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's the verse. That is the verse, but like the. That's essentially the chorus. It's just all verse. There's yeah. really no chorus. But this is kind of like the bridge between like disco and 80s music. Right. Let's have like a a, it's it's very and it takes almost two minutes for the vocals to even kick in. But it's very (laughs) it's very low end driven song, bass, kick drum and even like the lower register vocal delivery. And um, I don't know, it's very disco sounding and it feels like a disco song, but like way darker and melancholy. And it puts synth in the front and builds a song around it, which I think um, I mean, that's what eighties is kind of like known for. And and people were doing it before this, but this is like one of the biggest singles of all time, and that kind and of like that, opposite disco part too. Like the song doesn't have a chorus again, and it's just it plays in the spirit of disco, yeah. Because like mm-hmm. like disco, we don't need a chorus. We just want to dance. We want extended instrumentals. We want extended breaks, and the chorus here is just it's just a riff and it's danceable.
0: Yeah, yeah, and. Also, that, that transition into the chorus, or into the verse, that... It's just just that simple snare hit. Those, that snare part is is perfect. Perfect transition. It's, it's melodic. It's catchy. It's, I, I, think it's, I think it's fantastic. And then talk about the Orgy cover from 1998. We would be remiss if we did not talk about the Orgy <laughs> we cover. we got to talk about it. because Got to. I will say the orgy version is better. Oh, hold on there, dude. I, I'm saying it, man. I, it's tough. It really, it's tough. It's tough. It's it's better. It's more. It's more dynamic. It definitely is more dynamic with the bigger, heavier guitars. But the heavier guitars don't overtake the electronic '80s feel. Like they they throw in, they throw enough back to the '80s to make it, you know, to, to to really pay homage. But throwing in the big heavy guitars, especially in the late, latter part of the song. Orgy fucking nailed it. Absolutely fucking nailed it. And Jay Gordon killed it on the vocals. I think his vocals are better than I forgot who sang for New Order, but whoever sang for New Order, I feel like Jay Gordon from Orgy did a better job. I, I stand okay. by it.
1: Well, I stand by it. All right, all right, all right. It's tough. I think it's tough. Honestly, I think I think Blue Money is a tough song to to say I did it better than the original because the original is so goddamn good and it's so long. But orgy,
0: um. but some bands do it. Do the covers better? That is true. Dynamite Hack, no doubt. True. Did it's my life better than a? I forgot who did it's my life before, but no they also doubt did it. Did the better. world
1: better than the Vandals did it? So. Well,
0: that's stupid, um, but. <laughs>
1: I don't fucking understand <laughs> why you don't think that no doubt did to the world better than the it's Vandals great, did. It. Even Joe Escalante version. when he was when he's on Dexter oh, Pot, he's, or the, okay. he even he even brought up like how great that cover is and it's amazing and it's better than his own. We also know own, but he's We
0: also know Joe Escalante from the Vandals is a very humble guy. Yeah, the only he's,
1: original member of the Vandals, so he's he's a spokesperson for the Vandals, so that's a
0: fact. He's a very Just humble a, guy. Of course he's going to say that. Dude, that that episode, that episode of the podcast, the Offspring podcast, "Time to Relax," that was great. Like Joe he, Escalante is so he's very dry. He's very very funny. He, that was a great interview. Uh, he's 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 good. It was good. It was good. Not as good as Fletcher, but I mean, how are you going to top Fletcher? <laughs> Can't top Fletcher. Dude, seriously, what the fuck? Uh oh. Oh, this fucking cat, dude! She knocked over. All this shit. Oi, My work computer fucking knocked over. <sighs> Catskin' the cat, going bro. On? Where's Ruben? Tell fucking. Ruben to fucking handle that shit. No, they'd fight. If he was in here, they'd fight. Yeah, tell Ruben to fuck her up. Gotta or keep them separated. Up. Anyway, let's move on for Blue Monday. Uh, also in the club, China Girl from David Bowie plays. China I China Girl. I always forget this is a David Bowie song. It's a good yeah, song. It's fine. But it's good. I don't I still I still can't figure out the David Bowie thing like I don't, get I don't it know I don't, I don't know <laughs> what I it,
1: don't fucking understand it
0: I don't get it I don't know where to start there's so many places I can start I just don't know what to do it's it's we're, I know eventually we're gonna do Bowie on the podcast sometime I don't know when we're gonna do them eventually it's just I don't know where to go I don't know where to start so I mean, China like, Girl it's this good is though.
1: from like his like fucking 15th album Right, I know. This there's is, a lot. It's like Zappa, and, and, and this song specifically was written by Iggy Pop. He he co-wrote it with Iggy Pop, and Iggy Pop released it on his 1977 album. And the song's about having an affair with a Vietnamese woman, so that's kind of funny, right? Uh, <laughs> funny. I
0: don't, I don't know about that
1: 70s cool. humor. Yeah, that's
0: Iggy Pop for you, mean.
1: but yeah, this song is. Uh, <laughs> th- I don't know, man. I don't. I don't get it. I think. I think. Bowie's voice, voice is annoying voice? And, and super voice. pretentious. I do I do like the guitar riff that drives the song forward. I think it's it's mm-hmm. kind of fun, but I don't care. I I don't fucking care about David Bowie or the song.
0: Yeah, I it was it was fine. I I don't think it's a bad song by any means, but I just I still don't get the the Bowie appeal. Don't get it either. One day we'll get into it. So then we kind of rounded out in this whole scene with. Uh, this
1: is your one B right here, baby. Private Idaho
0: from B 52s This is a stinker for me. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> this is my my four S my fourth, my fourth. You, stinker. Are you serious right now? Are you I joking? Hate my ass this song. I fuck the
1: song. I hate I, this song, I, dude. I, I don't know. Just, I can't even speak. I can't <laughs> I even speak. do like
0: it. I can't even speak. <laughs> I can't stand his vocals the it's too hyper but it doesn't deliver in its hyperness. I just I don't I don't like the B52s and I hate this song. Dude, Never like this song
1: is wild. It is surf rock and wild. Schneider slays. He is so frantic. He is so fun. The whole thing he goes like ooh ooh and they breeze in while he does that. Dude, that is amazing. And that keyboard riff Dude, it's both it's like rock sounding but also kind of creepy. Like it's from a Halloween movie or something. The yeah. Cu- dude, yeah. I don't I don't understand why you don't like the these dudes I think it's I don't at it's just it's just because I tried, man. I think I it's just spite t- at this point. I think even, this band is, is
0: unreal. Listening to that one album, I forgot the name of the album. The one with the yellow cover. Their their first album. Yeah, the first album. I listened to that maybe six months ago, tried to get into it, and I just I don't get it. I don't get the B 52s at all. Oh my god, dude! I'm telling you, over the top. It's too like fake hyper. It's it's like Devo. It's like trying to be Devo. No, 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 but trying way too hard.
1: No, 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 no. Yes. No. Trying way too hard. First of all, Devo has never been this hyper. The B 52s are so fucking hyper. They're so aggressively bizarre, right? Devo's Devo's never been
0: like that. It's too it's not too much Because the music Matches the tone They're begging They're begging They're like dogs They're begging No yeah.
1: No 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 I just I, I don't I don't get, now, get
0: hands. I don't get it I don't get it I don't get This in, song is Private is,
1: For me this song Is a Beyond Banger that's a, that's So what does it obvious. say It's obvious It's
0: a Beyond Banger Okay Beyond Banger Okay It's a Beyond maybe. Banger Damn somebody's peeling out
1: Outside <laughs> Okay So Whatever See so
0: yeah, The scene wraps up um and then the next song, Love My Way from Psychedelic Furs. Uh, this is my 1B. Of course it is. This <laughs> song's a stinker. I, no, it's not. Yeah, absolutely. Get the fuck out of here. At
1: best, at best, this is a filler song. I don't like this. I don't like oh the psychedelic furs. God, I've never liked this band. I love their name, but getting into this band, there's fucking they're fucking boring. The song is about like like sexuality in particular, people who are questioning their own and it, yeah, like the whole thing is just
0: dumb, dude. But the song, like song's stupid. The I've listened. I've listened to other. I've tried to listen to other psychedelic furs. I haven't really got into it. But this song, dude, that that, that guitar part, that that just that the high you got guitar parts me. and the this marimba. Is your 1B? The marimba. This come song on, sucks, dude. dude! This song you, is not good. You know I'm a sucker for that instrument. The, the song is at best, at best. No, song this is my is filler. No, this is No, this is my 1B. This is It's my your 1B for song. one reason. Well, because Korn did a cover of yeah, it?
1: Yeah, absolutely. No, absolutely. It's not. No, it's of course I mean, it is. A good,
0: it's a good cover, though, right? I mean, it's, it's cover. better than the original because it right? sucks
1: so fucking <laughs> hard, yeah. I, I'll, Korn, Korn I'll give did you do it.
0: They did do a cover of this in the early 2000s because they were supposed to come out with a, a cover album called Korn Covers with a K, oh, both with a K. Um, but they never came out with it. But they've 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 made several. They've made a whole album worth of cover songs that they've already released, and this is one of them. Well, this is like a like an unreleased song that was leaked, and um, but I mean, I heard the psychedelic Furs version long before the corn version, so I was very familiar with this song prior. Would to you, Korn when would you?
1: When the fuck would you ever have listened to?
0: Early I remember 80s this song, English fuck. shit band. I heard this song like on K Rock. Or like way before corn, like this is like late '90s, early 2000s. K Rock would play this song. Dude, and this being really like loved had one song. of the coolest names of all time, and fucking, it's a great squandered it. It's a great name, and this is a great song. That that, song that sucks, league, bro. the lead guitar, the marimba, the 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 fucking the melody is so catchy. Love my way. It's a new. It's like oh, it's so it's so okay. like it's so over the top new wave but it's so fucking rad. This I is not love, even like love like the wife.
1: best new wave song on this album. That's not even like the best 80s song on this album. Dude, it's this such is, a good song. This is fucking filler. No, I can't even not, I dude. can't even believe no. I'm
0: talking about Are this. You ki- dude, even just the just having the marimba in there just but that by itself sets this song this is this is one of those song songs apart. that like you think that you love and then no, like you even, sing don't it karaoke to, don't and then to you realize
1: this. oh I don't even know the song at all because it's fucking dumb I gar- I bet you a thousand dollars I give you this song at karaoke you have no idea what it, what they're saying and you don't even know the melody to any of it except for that one little tiny part stop trying to
0: rationalize your 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 wrong thoughts here dude there are some great just...
1: songs in this album this is one hundred percent not even close to being one of them. You dude, are one hundred percent wrong. No, I'm not, dude. This, this is going on the list of dude, shit that you are so fucking I think, wrong about. Okay,
0: so this is this is probably what happened. So over the last like 10, 15 years, you probably think you've listened to this song, but you never have. So I, so what I need you to do after we podcast, probably tomorrow, after you're more, you know, clear headed, listen to the song again, and then you will realize how actually fucking great this song is.
1: I listened to this album.
0: You haven't because if movie, you had, via because the if miles? you had.
1: Envy of the Spotify's
0: because if you had, you wouldn't be talking this much shit about it. It's a really good fucking song. It's a great. It's the best song on the record nice. on the soundtrack.
1: Dude, that is so god. That is so fucking wrong. You are so <laughs> Dude, you are so, so wrong about that.
0: No, no, I'm not. And everybody listening, go check it no. out. You'll, nobody you'll wholeheartedly nobody will agree, agree with you. Nobody you're will saying agree with that. You. You're saying that because you're afraid.
1: I'm not afraid. I know for a fucking fact you you think this is the best song on this yes. album. Yes. I know for a goddamn fact not one person will agree with you.
0: <laughs> That's bullshit. <laughs> Come on. Come on.
1: Do, Come on. Do you care do you care to make it interesting?
0: Come on. <laughs> don't fucking don't don't perl to me okay all okay. right <laughs> anyway let, let let's move on we we got we got a few more songs i left. can't fucking believe you chose a <laughs> shit song
1: as your favorite album that's that embarrassing the, it's not my favorite Honestly, album it's, it's my favorite song yeah
0: so anyway uh let's Literally. move on to uh hubie lewis do you believe in love i don't even remember what the song was like i don't it doesn't don't matter because
1: it. this song sucks Huey lewis <laughs> the news dumb yeah, I don't t- they, sports Kind of themselves like hotcakes. I don't get it. It's I don't such like it. It's a shit record too. It is. It's not good. Don't care.
0: Um, that's what I want from the flying lizards. I just I don't care about this song at all. <laughs> like really, the rest of the song outside oh, of like oh, a few of like three of them forgettable. Okay, don't
1: don't really that's care. fine. We can if you if you hear them, you'll you'll recognize them, especially this one. No, I know it, this song. It's, it's I, very I, I like. Like that's what I want It sounds almost like they're, they're like English as a second language Type of thing right I don't know where the Flying mm-hmm. Lizards are from But it sounds like a cool name though that, right flying That's what lizards? I want Hell yeah that's a cool Fucking name That's almost <laughs> as cool as King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard fucking name
0: Lizards man
1: But I don't know Lizards and wizards
0: All right, Move so on Yes, yeah, so then we, we get, get into Springsteen but, So we're also missing Kind of parts of the story You know
1: You're not even saying it Saying what The parts of the story
0: So, I mean, this, to me, this part of the movie is just kind of like, I kind of was kind of drifting and kind of getting bored at this point. Oh my God, dude. I mean, it's fine, but it's just, it's a little bit too long and he's just, he's, Robbie's just kind of depressed and he, he's still trying to impress Julia and then he, he's just kind of making it about him and he's being fussy and making her feel bad and. That's
1: the thing. Okay, so let's 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 go back a little bit to your your shit, fucking your absolute garbage. <laughs> number one pick was when Glenn picks up Julia from the bar, right? And he's mm-hmm. in his little. He's in a, he's he's driving a Delorean, first of all, right? Douchebag, and he opens <laughs> it up and he and he's playing the Miami Vice sound or the theme song, um, which I didn't know until this week it was written by Jane Hammer. Jane Hammer did a lot of stuff with Jeff Beck uh, at the time, which is cool. Um, but also, also. Um, he's a big Miami Vice fan in the in the movie Glenn, and, yeah, and even one of the Christine guys asked him, makes "Yeah, they're like like, don't you like is your wedding going to interview Miami Vice?" He loves Miami Vice so much he planned his wedding around the rerun schedule <laughs> of Miami Vice. True.
0: It's summer. It's aug- It's August. It's summer. It's reruns. Reruns. Well, it's so there's, C- Christine Taylor brings it up, she's the yeah. one who questions him because he's wearing so like. The white, the white sports co with the pink shirt.
1: But he's also in finance. In finance in the 80s, right? Like the easy, the, like the easy avenue for like cocaine abuse and, and drug abuse is there. Yeah. And so I think this movie did two things really well. Is one, uh, there's no sex scenes, right? That's not true. One, huh? Not one yeah. sex scene. We get a little bit of kissing here and there, but nothing over dramatic. And they even talk about like, the over the dramatic kissing. In the church They call it church kissing, church kissing They do a slip yeah. in the tongue the, the tongue Put the ass out To the front like there <laughs> And then And then also like Like the drug abuse The drug abuse of, of What could have been An easy avenue To make Glenn look Even worse Because A cheating guy For someone that Like that, that, that's not That bad Compared to like What he could have been As, as a drug abusing Like wife beating Cheat Or a uh, uh, cheating guy right Like I don't know they could have made it look a lot worse but they didn't go that route because that's not the point of the movie the point of the movie isn't to have a villain the point of the movie is to have a, a coming of age Drew Barrymore coming into herself and Adam Sandler coming into himself and finding what they really want in life and realizing that they really want is like each other the same likes and dislikes as, as, as each other and I think that's that's what the movie is that's what the movie is dude I don't need a villain yeah
0: you're right you're as long as he
1: glints Glenn's a dick.
0: Yeah, he totally. But He's not a win. villain, right? I, I guess not. But the way the way he's portrayed, he is. He's set he's up to dick, be the villain. But he's not. He's set villain. up to be the one, but he's not. Technically, yeah. Okay, I get. Okay, I get it. I get it. All right, so let's. Uh, I mean, really. Fuck me, it's always good. Uh, let's run through I feel did like, "Hungry
1: Heart" by Springsteen. Who gives a fuck yeah, cause like up, up until like the airplane.
0: Shit? Up until like the airplane scene. A lot of the songs can be—I mean, really, most of the songs can be kind of—they're kind of like filler songs. Like the soundtrack is top heavy for sure. Oh, the we'll latter, dude.
1: Because we get—I mean, so Jam on It by Nucleus is a is really fucking rad, like eighties. You but love that's, Golden that's all ever—that's
0: all. But people only know the Jam on It part. That's all people uh, know. Do you have this record on vinyls? I don't know. Why would I have it uh, on vinyls?
1: I have it on vinyls. It's one of the first things I bought
0: well that's not that's in not the smith dude. song you don't like the smith song i don't i don't like it i okay. still i don't get I like this song
1: i like this song i like this song only i like that tremolo like rhythm part i think it's cool i yeah. like morrissey's voice on this one too it's like just lazy enough it's just catchy enough to latch on to um i still don't care for the smiths i listen to like again most of these bands that i thought like maybe i should get into them i listen to their top five on spotify i was like yeah not my thing, Smith. Yeah, Smith's, I still don't get
0: Morrissey. I just, it's, I don't get it. It's, it's too boring lyrically. I, I've never taken. I mean, we've never really taken a proper dive into the lyrics. But,
1: but let's not forget the next song too. Wake me up before you go go, by Wham. Okay, this, this, is is a song, good song. this is the song. This is the song that Linda sings to Robbie when he wakes up, and she's wearing his Van
0: Halen t-shirt. Right? Is that what she's
1: singing? Yeah, she's wake me up before you go. I didn't even
0: make that connection. This is my eleven B, but.
1: It's a good song. It's so goddamn stupid. It's so dumb that you can't help but love it. But what Adam Sandler says to Linda is like the best part. He says, Get out of my Van Halen t-shirt before you jinx the band and they break up. Break up when was this yeah. movie set? 1985. The same year David Lee Roth quit the band.
0: Yes. That's, that was a good song It was a nice touch. That was a nice touch. That's, solid. Nice touch. That's some subtle nice shit touch.
1: right there. That's good.
0: I also like, you know, how, how Van Halen Van Halen's kind of split. Is referenced in this movie as well as Airheads, yeah, which Adam Sandler also stars in or co-stars in. So I I do like that. You know, the whole Van Halen thing is very prevalent within this this comedy kind of troupe, I guess you could say.
1: Well, also, there's a whole Adam Sandler universe where there's a lot of movies that are connected with each other, and these characters like know each other. And that's all (laughs) another stupid thing. Yeah, moving on. We well, only got four more songs, dude. We're almost done.
0: Yeah, Rapper's Delight, Sugar Hill Gang. This is uh, what's her name is singing at the old lady. It's just like, ugh. I mean, it, it. This is one of those scenes that hasn't aged well. But like, I don't here's think it's why. Here,
1: here's why this scene is great because they wanted her to do this song. I don't know why, but she had no idea what rap was. She's already old at this time. Right, she mm-hmm. lived to be one hundred and one, and that she died in like two thousand fucking five or ten or something like she that. She was like
0: mid eighties in this
1: movie, so she was already old as fuck. She had no idea what rap was, and so when they wanted her to do this, and you can hear it if you listen to her and you watch her, dude, her flow is terrible. Like she has no fucking idea what to do. But the <laughs> song isn't kind of like a rap song. It is, you know, Sylvia Robinson, the whole kind of this thing coming together as a as a faux rap group to capitalize on the upcoming rap. Thing going on in the New Yorks area, so like she's not really rapping; she's kind of singing, but she has just kind of that that pacing to her that is rap. It's it's cute, it's funny, it's silly. It matches her personality because that's what she's already old, dude. She was old in Seinfeld, right? Like she's always <laughs> been old. I don't know. It's like Morgan Freeman. Has Morgan Freeman ever not been old? I don't know. No, I
0: don't Steve think Martin, so. Has he ever been old? Ever been?
1: Old? <laughs> that's true. Too. Ever not my been my old? God. Anymore? He's always had fucking white hair Jesus Christ right. So yeah I, I don't I don't I don't like I don't care for Rapper's Delight As a song I don't think it's garbage I don't think it's great I think it it's a good place song time. The I good. think it might I think it might be like The the most important rap song Of all time But I don't it really is. care for it that much I know the lyrics it's to it solid Do we Do we Do we Do it, And so many rappers have, have, have interpolated the The hotel Motel
0: Holiday Inn Thing Yeah
1: Yeah so it's important, but whatever. Yeah.
0: Go ahead. Moving on. It's it's, it's a fine part. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't really care. Actually, I don't care for this part of the movie with her. Maybe scene. you, just, maybe you just
1: hate old lady. Do you just hate old lady? No, I, 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 just don't, I, I don't
0: think it's like a, like a scene that has aged well. Like it's too nineties comedy. It's too, it's too on the nose. I don't know. I just, I don't, I don't like the I don't think it's funny. Um, And then, so, so th- this, this is, you know, this is when, when Robbie's trying to stop the wedding between, um, Wait, what part is this? Growing Fucking old
1: with hell. you. This is when we hear. It. So, the okay. So the first time we hear this song is 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 oh, okay. the yeah, first yeah, kiss yeah, yeah. between Drew and Drew and Adam, right? Yeah. When they're when they're, you know, just kissing with each other. And then that, when you said earlier, oh, also a good a good line when Glenn walks in and he's he says, "What are you doing?" Oh, I kissed him. And she's, "Oh, he kissed me. Who hasn't?" But then he's bringing the 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 CD player oh, the to CD Julia, player, yeah. and she's like, "What is it? Like, where do you put the record She's like, "He doesn't play records. Just CD player." Play CDs. I thought that was kind of funny because we're mm. record yeah. heads now. I it was funny. Because
0: we're we're vinyl snobs now. Yeah.
1: Um, but but then we hear a more somber rendition of this when Robbie sees Julia miming in front of the mirror. Mm-hmm. Right when when she just talked to her mom and she's like, I'm confused, and the mom's like, Don't worry about it. It's just it's just jitters. Don't worry about it. And so then, we we see uh, Drew Barrymore in front of the mirror, and she's like, Hey, I am Julia Gulia because that's Glenn's last <laughs> name was Glenn Gulia. Yeah. I'm Julia Guglia. It's like, oh, that sounds gross. And then she says, I'm, I can't, I can't remember Robbie's last name. I'll just call him Shakespeare. Cause I'm Robbie. <laughs> she's like, I'm Robbie Shakespeare. And then you gotta kind of see her smile. But then Robbie sees her doing that in front of the mirror in her wedding dress, not knowing that she's thinking about him, but he sees her mm-hmm. in the wedding dress thing. And she's thinking about Glenn. And then you hear a more somber rendition, a, a, a minor key of growing old with you song. And so like these all, it's all leading up to this part, this part in the airplane. Yeah. Dude, this part in the airplane is so fucking good. Did you read that? The other person that was going to be Billy Idol's part was David Lee Roth.
0: No, I did not. But that would have been so cool. So much. No, harder.
1: I thought. I thought that. I thought that. I thought that. But David Lee Roth would have. Would have. He would. Have, he would have been too much. He would have been too much. <sighs>
0: no. The scene. No. The
1: scene. The scene. The scene doesn't call for over the top. The scene calms, calls for calm, and David Lee Roth is not calm.
0: He's not. But. No Billy Idol is such a Billy such Idol's a, calm He's such a he's plant a, He's an icon he's such a plant But he's, he's an icon He's
1: smooth He's calm He's
0: That's everything fu- Okay I, I get it I get that But he's still such a plant That I just I, I don't like Billy Idol I, like, There's no reason uh, For you don't to like Billy
1: Idol The way you do I just
0: I don't, I don't like him. I don't think his songs are it, that it's, great.
1: It's snowballing now to the point where like, I hate Billy Idol more than when we started this podcast for no reason than just because like, I do like Billy Idol and a lot of people <laughs> like Billy Idol. Therefore you like him less. That is what's happening right now. <laughs> that is not what's happening. But this entire, now. that is exactly what's happening right now. But this entire movie has been, has been uh, building up to this airplane scene. And remember earlier when I talked about the whole aisle seat thing, we like. Yeah, where, that, where, that was, where, that was good where drew Barrymore talked about like oh, i i would like to sit on a plane and look out the window like that's it's a little things you know and like one of the first things we do is she asked glenn she's hey like do you mind if i sit on the window seat i've never seen vegas at night and he's like well i kind of want to sit here because every time I, I the cart guy goes by he bangs my elbow and then it bangs drew Barrymore's elbow and i thought that was that was a cool throwback but like the biggest yeah, but it's scene it's also entire like, movie that's like that a that
0: most typical th- that's that's like easy writing that's like but here comes the big
1: writing, baby boy. Nah. Because of that, because of that slapstick, you may have missed the big writing—the biggest thing of this movie, the, the, the biggest slapstick. scene, the most important scene. That is slapstick. Come on, people. Get no, me no, no. I'm talking about the, the,
0: the, the, No, I'm not talking about the slapstick part. I'm talking about the throwback part, like that—that that writing right there. It's fine, but it's like, it's easy. But it's not
1: fine because it's I wrote in easy. the notes, I wrote in the notes and I made <laughs> you remember easy, it. Though. It's like a I, throwaway I even, line. You never rolled, would have, I, I guarantee you, Had I yeah, I guarantee you I had I not written that in a note and force fed it to your no, fucking mouth, you never would have picked it up. You never would have picked it up. I swear, because you guarantee
0: you. When you wrote out all these notes, kind of outlining the movie, I didn't read I, any I, of them. I spoon
1: fed Tyler this entire fucking movie. I did not. With, I, did, with, not, with I did not read notes. any of these Spoilers, outlines before I watched bullshit. the movie. Bullshit. And I rolled shit. my
0: eyes. I rolled my eyes with, on uh, during that plane scene between Glenn and Julia. I did roll my eyes. I'm like, ugh. I don't believe you God, for this is so second. Is so <laughs> easy. I
1: spoon fed you this movie, and, dude, I did not. Like and I you said, should be thanking me.
0: Like I said, I did not read the outline. I watched the movie before I went to the outline. And yes, I did roll my eyes in that scene. I anyway, don't, I don't, the I, don't joke.
1: I don't believe that at all. I continue don't the joke. All. So anyway, continue. the biggest, the most important scene in this entire movie is, is we we have known Drew Barrymore to be marrying this guy for his money, or we actually we don't even know why the fuck she's marrying this guy. He's a total dick, not quite a villain, but he's a dick like Corilla Deville. That, she's
0: a villain, dude. Yeah, no, she's straight up terrible. Right?
1: Like she's yeah. a, she's like slaughtering things once the skin because she likes alive. to do it. She can give a fuck. The yeah. like Glenn, he's not a villain. He's just a dick. Like, why is she marrying him? So, the like the the, the I don't know the peak of this movie is when she says, and it's, it's it's there's no music, there's no other chatting in the background. The it's a single camera view. It's right on her face. She says, "Glenn, I can't marry you." There's no there's no fucking if ands or buts around it. There's no like I don't think we should get married. There's no thinking or, or feelings. It's just straight up. It's a definite answer. I cannot marry you. I and like I think it. that's fucking great, dude. That is that's 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 owning it. As far as like rom-coms are concerned, like, come on, man. The female lead is now like owning it. Get the I do fuck like that. out of here. Jesus like Christ, it. it's so good. But anyway, the song's killer. Growing old with you. Adam Sandler, they're on the same plane. He's he's making this big romantic gesture to go and break the wedding up of two people that he thinks shouldn't be getting married. And unbeknownst to him, Drew Barrymore has already made the decision not to marry Glenn. So that True. his big romantic gesture is kind of a moot point, right? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, you're right.
1: Like, re- regardless if he was there or not, she's still not going to marry Glenn. So whatever he did after that was just kind of like, eh, after the fact.
0: <laughs> on the cake. Solid, baby. Yeah. And then we get into the last two songs, really credit songs. You know, I don't even, the Spandau Ballot, Spandau, Spandu Ballot. ballet. Who gives a fuck about that song? Ballet, yeah. It's a good song. It's goofy. And then, yeah, and then Video Kill the Radio Star plays during the credits. It's a fine. It's fine. The song's fine. I've never so really I, cared I, too much for it. Oh, hold on there, dude. I want to go back a little <laughs> bit. Do you not like? Of it's do you good, not like but,
1: growing old with you?
0: I do. It was a good the song. song. It was better than I was expecting from Adam Sandler.
1: Yeah. I mean, was that he's actually, actually him singing
0: though? Yeah, it was him singing, but he did co write okay. the song with the other guy. Because the, it, the it kinda is the It was thing. kind yeah, of right. Beatle like. Kind of reminded me a little bit of the Beatles. I don't know. The high I, parts. I, I, the High Parts yeah, definitely It's a good song, dude. It's it was good. It was good. Definitely wasn't bad. And I did I even I know I didn't put it on my banger list. But it was still that's, good.
1: That's
0: that's it's, tough, like, it's like it's like it's Adam a good Sandler song. has Adam Sandler has like shining moments that are actually like dude you could actually be like a pretty good like decent a good songwriter but they're only like 30 40 minute long clips and it's like that's it like come on dude write write a full song like you 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 kind of have the chops here you just kind of like you need to buckle down and do it like don't be a a bit like a bit songwriter
1: adam sandler's more concerned about about making movies he's not concerned he knows- about anything that he knows aren't going to be successful, but he wants to give his friends jobs. He wants to give his friends money. He wants to just build a an, an, an empire where he can just hang out with his friends and just make a little bit of money and be really, really nice doing it. And and I mean, Adam is another guy too. Like we talked about, who the fuck were we talking about earlier that we love? That no, uh, Drew the. Come on. Both of them. Yeah. yeah. Adam Sandler's too. A guy that like nobody really hates Adam Sandler. Everybody fucking likes him. He's always nice. He's always signing autographs. He never like shuns people. And he legit gives like all of his friends parts in his movies. That's true, yeah. He's just a cool dude. Like he's you know, he's not destined for greatness, but because he's so he's so great at being mediocre, he is now great. I don't know. That's I like point. Adam Sandler a lot. He's but yeah, fine. let's get in let's get into the buggles here. If we do kill the radio star. So first of all, this was a this was a cover. By the President of the United States of America Which was a 90's uh, cover I don't know why the mm-hmm. fuck they decided to do that Because the original Buggles song came out in 1979 Just use the original The original's fucking fantastic The cover's great But the original is fantastic It's amazing I think this song is absolutely phenomenal And, and recently because of another podcast We listened to, Dudesy I, I come to the, con- the conclusion But I realized that Trevor Horn The guy from the Buggles Was also in Yes
0: Oh yeah yeah, and one of my,
1: right. my more favoriter albums by Yes was Drama, like a late 70s, early 80s one. And he was a singer for Drama, but he also helped produce 90125, which had their probably their most popular song, but a fucking oh, garbage song, and that's yeah. Owner of a Lonely Heart. That
0: was, that was by far their biggest song.
1: I think that's weird that they used this cover of the Buggles and not Owner of a Lonely
0: Heart. Yeah, maybe, they couldn't, maybe it was the rights. They couldn't get the rights to it.
1: But if you get the rights to the cover of the original, then you had to have gotten the rights to Own Over Lonely Heart, because he wrote the song. I guess so. Dude, Trevor Horn produced and wrote Own Over Lonely Heart for John Anderson. John Anderson was the original singer for Yes, and then came back later on. But Trevor Horn replaced him, but still wrote this song, produced the song, and then gave it to John Anderson, and then Chris Squire and everybody else to write, or to sing weird i don't know i i like i i love i love video kill the radio star i love the presence in the united states of america version of it i think it's fantastic and it's a banger
0: and i and also we understand the significance of the song because this was the the first video ever played on mtv in 1981. Yeah, it was the first 1982 yeah so it was the first music video ever played on on that channel um but even still like i don't it's fine the song's fine it's I don't
1: know, dude. It's fucking good, man. That first Buggles album, that's it's pretty, I, pretty good.
0: I haven't listened to that first Buggles record, so I can't say one way or the other. I'm gonna put it on your list right now. I got a lot to listen to on my list. You do well. You don't delete things <clears> from your list. I don't know what you have and have not listened to. That's true. I do need to start deleting shit. Um. Anyway, so so let's let let's let's give our final thoughts. Let's give a ranking of the the movie and the soundtrack separately. Um, this will all be based off of our world famous three point rating system where three is a perfect album or movie two is a good album or movie that you're going to go back to one is a album that you know you should listen to but you would never listen to again and then zero is the worst thing you've ever heard so what do you got go i will say too that the vinyl soundtrack opens up
1: with the with the president of the united states of america covering the buggles Uh so like that's i don't know i i just i think that's distasteful a nineties band covering a really good late seventies, early eighties band. Like, why, like, why, why? Whatever, it bothers me. It really does bother me. <laughs> um, I, I think this movie's a perfect movie. I think this movie's mm-hmm. it, it's it's one of the greatest rom coms of all time. I think, like, like I don't know. So, so, the Prince's Brides I think would probably be like a better one than this. Um, mm-hmm. so some of like the classic one, like is in Seattle, dumb. Don't care I like Meg Ryan a lot Tom Hanks Bluh What do they call him On Dudesy <laughs>
0: <laughs> Wait To um oh, I don't like even call, know They, they call like a different, shit Like yeah, a bunch yeah, of They call him like a different name Every every episode When it
1: When it comes to rom-coms Like, like There's always There's always I don't know I, I feel like First of all There's always sex scenes And sex scenes I think are cop-outs Oh totally Because Bro like, We all know what sex looks like Come on you're, you're you you you're wasting time. Out, it's filler. It's fill, but it's filler. Okay, it's, fi- it's, yes. filler, okay? It it's is. filler. Yeah, totally. Be better than that. And I like that the wedding singer doesn't have any sex scenes. They have very very little like makeout scenes because I don't want to watch people fucking kiss. I just don't. It's just weird and it's just filler and it's stupid and I don't care. The same reason why did, like, if I'm sitting at a bar, I'm gonna look to my left and see people kissing. I don't care. PDA. Fuck out. But also <laughs> like like watching kind of like the main woman character blossom into something bigger than we thought she was a mm. coming of age type of thing. And Robbie never really, he never really learns anything because he was never, he's never, he's not a complex character of the movie. He's the most, I don't know, like linear part of the movie, right? He's trying to marry Linda and she bails. So he's like, oh, I'm down on the dumps. Typical, right? That's what would happen if that happened to you. And so then he Mm -hmm. sets his sights on Drew Barrymore, and he marries her. That's we assume that's what's going to happen. Yeah, linear, boring. But like Drew, like goes through all these emotions. She talks about it, and we see her transition, and we see her confide in her mom, who like tells her one piece of advice, and then we tell her we see her talk to Christine Taylor, who like mentions kind of like the money factor, and you kind of see the disgust in her face. I don't know. Drew Barrymore's character in this movie is so complex, so much better than most of the rom-com female leads that we've seen. Like Five Hundred Days of Summer, I thought I liked a lot, like when I saw it in theaters, mm-hmm. and I've watched it. I've watched it in later years, like recent years, like four, maybe like four or five years ago. I don't it hasn't know. Hasn't held up. I don't. I don't like it as much as as I used to. I really don't. I I love JGL. I think he's amazing. Um, but your girl Zoe, eh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> eh. Okay, fair. I don't know where I'm
1: going with this I'm just super excited to be here I love this movie I think this movie's a three A perfect three Oof. I think the soundtrack God the 80s is garbage dude. The 80s is so fucking garbage This this soundtrack is This soundtrack's a For me This soundtrack's a 2.25 I love it I like it I'm gonna listen to it again I own the vinyls There's a couple songs here That I wish didn't exist At all Not just on this album But like in general Just wipe them <laughs> from the face of the earth
0: Okay um, But I, I do think
1: it's good I think the 80s I think the 80s Had a handful of great songs And I think For the most part They're represented right here Outside mm-hmm. of this There's a couple like Rock albums And some metal stuff That is great But as pop wise I think I think this is This is about it This is about it Okay If I'm rigging the 80s As a decade <sighs> Man, if we did like twenties, thirties, forties, fifties, sixties, seventies, eighties, two thousands, two thousand tens, two thousand twenties, eighties would be third. Third worst. Third worst. Okay.
0: That's not yeah. I mean, there was some good shit to come out of it. You know, Metallica, Misfits. Well, Misfits actually were seventies, but you know, black flag, shit like that. Black There's I some was good 70s. shit that came out. Oh, that's true, yeah, you're right, you're right. Seventies. Yeah. Anyway. There's only I there's only
1: one there's only one truly great thing to come out of the eighties.
0: And that is
1: what? Return of the Jedi? No, that's me. Oh, man, I was was born born in 1987.
0: (laughs) You fucking idiot. (laughs) You're you're really fucking stupid. All right. My, uh, so yeah, my my final thoughts here. Uh, I don't like 80s music really. (laughs) This soundtrack is, for the most part, it's the best of the best, which still isn't great. Uh, or isn't isn't really the best it's just i don't know it's the best Music wise like like popular music wise 80 the 80s were the worst popular music wise hands down it was um and uh yeah i I would never get this on vinyl i just i don't i don't care this stuff is played on the radio enough i hear this these songs enough that i don't need like i don't need it in physical format i just don't uh movie wise the wedding singer. I rented it this week. I watched it twice this week. I don't think I would ever. I might. I don't know. I don't know if I would ever go back to it. I. I just don't know. I, it's. It, it is a good rom com. I don't think. Story wise, I don't think it. It does too much differently. Like I get the coming of age thing with Drew Barrymore more so than Robbie. I get it. I totally get it. But I think that was more accidental than anything else I don't I don't think that was that was the intention at the beginning but it became that because of Drew Barrymore and her chemistry with Adam Sandler I really think I think that's what it was I think it was purely accidental um and I don't know I just I don't really care for rom-coms it's it's the same formula which whatever that that's fine it's just not my thing just like 80s music isn't my thing um with both you the know, soundtrack and the movie, I'm going to give them both a two out of three. I really will. That's pretty Cause good. Because it's not, it's not that I won't go back to some of these songs. Like like some of the songs are absolute shit. Like like I agree with you. They're absolute shit. But some of my, I, I mean, they're good. Like Psychedelic Furs, Blue Monday, sure. you know, <laughs> hmm. Sugar Hill Gang. I'll go back to some of these songs for sure. The movie, I'm not opposed to watching it again, but I'm not going to go out of my way to watch it. I'm not going to go buy it, but I'll watch it again. That's fine. So uh, I give both the movie and the soundtrack a two out of three. Also, one uh, that's one
1: fair. one other uh, tidbit here was was uh, David Spade was also wanted to be the in the role of Glenn, but this was too soon mm-hmm. after Black Sheep that he wasn't he wasn't up for it, right? And then Adam also asked Chris Farley to be in the movie, um, but he was in rehab again <laughs> at the time and he's not in a good who, spot. Who would Chris Farley even play? He would have played the guy at the very end of the towards the very end of the movie, the flock of eagles guy, at, the, at oh, the airport,
0: like like the bit thing, the like he was an airhead as the cop, yeah, kind of like a bit role like that, yeah,
1: yeah. But but New Line Cinema also said like no, no fucking way. He has too much addiction problems, and uh, he died two months before the movie was released. Oh shit. And uh, like have you read right into the, like the problems with Black Sheep between David Spade and, and Chris Farley and just
0: the whole addiction thing. No, I never have. It's uh, it's pretty dark.
1: It's pretty dark.
0: I mean, I've always I mean, I've never taken a deep dive into Chris Farley's life outside of the movies. But I mean, I know enough of it. I mean, because like and Black was Sheep dark. was
1: just a, a copy of like Tommy Boy, it was, yeah. It was just like the script was pushed through, and, and the studio pushed it through as fast as possible. And David Spade kind of wasn't ready for it, and Chris Farley for sure wasn't ready for it, and just it it spiraled out of control, and their relationship right. deteriorated. It was uh, it's pretty bad, sad.
0: Hmm. I'll have to do more. I'll have to read about it more because now I actually, I am interested because even Black Sheep is a good movie. Black <laughs> Sheep is solid. As good as- it's not as not as good as Tommy Boy, but it's fucking nah. solid. Yeah. Good. All right. So, do we have anything else on
1: this? We good? That's it. That's all. I might watch it tonight. I might watch oh, uh, no. Wedding Singer again tonight.
0: Well, that's that's stupid. All right. Well, uh, thank you all for listening. You know what to do. Give us five stars, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Thank you all for listening. Tell all your friends. Share this with everybody. And that's it. That's all. night.